0: Today's very special episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast where we preview round one of the NFL playoffs with our friend Ryan Russillo. Are you what's excited? Up? Yeah, you I You feeling it? It's brought to you by ZipRecruiter. You know it's not smart? Um, having Joe House on this podcast because he's been ice cold. We banned him from round one. Actually, he's on vacation, but it's a better story if we banned him. You know what else is not smart job sites that overwhelm me with tons of the wrong resumes? Luckily, there's a smart way at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Meanwhile, SeatGeek is still the best app for buying and selling tickets to sporting events, concerts, and more for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase in any game or sporting event. There's a lot of games and a lot of sporting events and a lot of concerts, all kinds of stuff. Use promo code BS, download the SeatGeek app, or go right to SeatGeek.com. We're also brought to you by Dual Threat. That's Ryan's podcast. There's been negotiations about, does this go through football season? Do
1: we there just happens. keep this
0: going? <laughs> does some, this go every week? <laughs> it, could, it could go. Stuff. Yeah. And then could. in a month from now, you're coming over to the uh, BS podcast right after the Super Bowl ends. We're doing NBA every Sunday night or Monday. We haven't decided yet. What's your Sunday night schedule?
1: <laughs> uh, I can do it. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't hate that idea did at all. In
0: Comedy clubs, Hermosa, the Jay Leno comedy club, like seeing his set.
1: Yeah, you know, I get a five minute thing on Lost. (laughs) Uh, No, I'll 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 give you some of that now if you want it. We'll take it later. (laughs) No, the
0: stand up. Yeah, we'll do it at the end of the pod. I think this would be a good place to test that material. (laughs) (laughs) It's open mic that here in the BS pod. Uh, Check out Dual Threat. Check out all of our awesome podcasts. The End of Villains with Shea Serrano. Uh, It is wrapping up season one. Very successful. The Rewatchables is coming back on Tuesday, Ryan. We might have have to to, get you on one of these. I fear.
1: I don't want to do it unless it's fear.
0: (laughs) You want to do the fear? That's going to be season eight. I'm going to be dressed. What do you mean season Season eight? eight. That's a staple. Season eight. Uh, We're doing The Godfather. It's going up Tuesday. It's the most important rewatchable podcast of all time. It's just the first one or two? First one. Saving two for the end of the year. We're going to bookend it. What about moving violations? Are you a one or two guy? What's moving violations? You don't remember
1: moving violations? No. Bill Murray's brother was in it. Remember his brother who played his brother in Scrooge? That's his real brother.
0: Not Brian Doyle Murray, but the other no,
1: Murray. There, there's a- The third Murray. Yeah, and he was in this movie called Moving Violations. So I thought of you when no one wanted you to do Fletch, and then you're just like, you tweeted out the 80s are dead. And it was super depressing, because Fletch is perfect. Fletch is about timing. It really hurt
0: my feelings. And
1: now I just started thinking about all the 80s movies that used to wait and be like, remember when rental places? I don't know how it took so long for places that rented movies to be like, hey, no would be a great idea? Buy a second fucking copy. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we used to all just show up. we like, like four. Yeah. Be like, is Action Jackson in? Damn it!
0: <laughs> it's seven, out again! Seven more days. <laughs> What's the
1: wait list? And, and then one then, and then company just decided, hey, why don't we buy
0: three Action Jacksons?
1: So people not wanting Fletch made me think about 80 movies and moving violations. We get Kyle on that. We get the research department Is this up.
0: part of your stand-up set or is this new material? You're, you're no, it just, just came to me. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, but I'm, I'm looking for a dual threat in June. The other problem is, um, is people like my wife during the rental era who would rent a movie and then not bring it back for two and a half weeks and get the forty eight dollars in rental fee violations. Are you surprised to hear that your aunt did that, Kyle? Yeah,
1: I think that of what, was what the a great thing thing that investors. was. It really was. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right, we're going to talk about not rentals, but one of the most fascinating round one NFL weekends I can ever remember coming up right after this first Pearl Jam. Mm. All right, we have four great games for round one. This is the first time I've actually liked all four games in, since I can't remember because I like watching the Colts. I'm sorry. I like watching Andrew Luck play quarterback.
1: I don't know I why know, we have to all apologize for yeah, this now. I'm like, sorry what? I
0: like an AFC South team, but this is the first time for me in, <laughs> in years. I enjoy watching them.
1: Uh, I agree. I like to see, well, I don't know, a passable defense. They've actually been pretty good defensively this year. You know, I think what They're happens— okay. Yeah, but I mean, statistically, I think they're better than people even realize. Yeah. And what happens all the time with these quarterbacks is like, okay, so they're winning games or playoffs. It's like, hey, Luck is back. Luck had had to have, before he'd really gotten hurt, done more without things around him than, than anybody, really. I mean, it was embarrassing how bad that was during the Grigson run. Well, and
0: also they weren't blocking for him. No, I and mean, now, he, you know, we're now, we're now he's protected. Now protected. Yeah, yeah,
1: collectively. Like, they've invested in the offensive line. It's worked. Um, the linebackers are terrific. There's a defense that feels like you can compete. But I still think we're sitting here and, and liking to see that Lux like, hey, it's great. The guy that was supposed to be a top five guy looks like he's gonna be a top five guy again. Um, not MVP, but at least, you know, that kind of passing will let you pretend and give you some consideration. But you're not gonna be surprised if Houston wins,
0: right? Come on. No. Yeah. Fascinating line though. And you you talked right before we started. We have three under three lines in round one, which I usually love. Short favorites, right? Short favorites I like because We're removing all the variables of getting screwed over. Now, there's three short favorites out of four. And that tells me somebody's going to win the game but not cover. I'm just so ready to be um, tortured by one of these games. And I'm looking at Ravens Chargers, which is two and a half. I could see the Ravens winning like 28, 27 24, 23, and it's like, I was right. The Ravens won, and I lost money. Here's my money. So, so are, are you – I just hate when – you know it's going to happen. How close are you to betting all four dogs? Not not close. Let's go through it. Here are okay. the lines, and then I have a bunch of stuff for you. Houston is down to 1.5. They're the first game. And it opened at what, 2, 2.5? Two yeah, it was like, like 2.5, and, and now it's 1.5. Colts getting 1.5 and a half in that one. Next game, Saturday night, Dallas. Ooh, that went up a little. Now it's Dallas by 2. Okay. That used to be one and a half. Uh, Sunday, first game, Ravens has been two and a half steady all week against the Chargers. That is not budged. People like the Chargers.
1: You want to know just one of my favorites. And then Bears minus six, six. is not budged either. Right. One of my favorite stories from ESPN mm. is, you know, because Van Pelt's the gambling guy. Yeah. And Cowherd's producer.
0: I think Van Pelt's overrated as a gambling guy. That's my hottest take of 2019 so far. Not even touching that one. Yeah. I want to remain. Overrated. Friends. I'll
1: go head to head with Van Pelt. So cowherd's producer really good guy yeah um we were in a commercial break and he comes out of the in, he had just done his blazing five and he's like man he goes cowherd's unbelievable van pelt's like what are you what, what are you talking about we got he got yeah yeah competitive. He's, a, he's like cowherd moves lines van pelt's like no he doesn't because cowherd had told his producer he's like look at that he goes the line just moved after i gave out the pick on the blazing five <laughs> and van pelt was like that's he turned maroon. not yeah he's like that's not what moves lines your blazing five segment he goes it's sharp money." Wales, sharp money comes in. That moves the line. Well, both, but, but both sides are right. People, because people it think, was a heated, it was very, I walked but away. But
0: Sal and I, every time we do future podcasts, we move the lines on the You move the lines so a, too? On You're, the future bets, not on the actual game lines, but we've moved lines. We always, we joke about it. We never bet it before we do the podcast. Oh, that's
1: what you got to start doing.
0: But it was like, we had the Bobcats. So we were like the Bobcats, they were like 15 to one to win the, uh, whatever div- terrible division they're in. And we we're like, this is a great bet. We should do this. We're he talking the Charlotte it. Bobcats. Charlotte Bobcats, and then named after their owner. Yeah, after <laughs> Bob, Bob Johnson. <laughs> Bob Johnson. I don't know that enough people. We paid did attention the pot. It was ten to yeah. one. Then it became eight to one, and then it. Now I actually think Miami is, but that's that's okay. Story so I got Bobcats. you. I, I went on. I track. do think Go the ahead. online sites listen to this stuff, and if they feel like, oh shit, they're we're giving away too much value, they'll tweak it. All I right think so. it's really hard to move a game line though. All right,
1: so then it's undetermined. We don't know. We don't know yet. Okay, so... So,
0: for, here's my first... I have a bunch of stuff for you today. This is... First thing is a passion thing for me. I think there should be two more NFL playoff teams. I actually think there should be 14. And I think the one seeds in each conference should get a bye. And then we go two versus seven, three, six, four, five. And we have six games on Saturday and Sunday. So, it's two byes then? Just just the buys for the one seed. That's it. Oh, just the buys for the one seed. Okay. So, if we did that this weekend... And we had three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, which, by the way, is anyone arguing with more football on this weekend? I'm not. Nope. Um, Pat Steelers would be the 2-7 in the AFC, and Rams-Vikings would be the 2-7 in the NFC, which isn't a great game. Pat Steelers would be phenomenal, especially coming off this whole Antonio Brown versus Roethlisberger thing. And I guess I have a couple points there. One, why not? What's wrong with more football? And then also— Can you think of a team that deserved to buy less than the New England Patriots this year? They went 11-5. and They had two impressive wins the whole time. Um, Just not a great football team. And they just get to basically put their feet up in a chair and hope that the Texans beat the Colts and they get to play the Texans in round two, who they've owned this whole century. And then they get to watch the Ravens or Chargers beat the hell out of uh, the Chiefs or vice versa, whatever happens to that. The roadmap is too easy for the two seed, I think, right now, the way we have it. I think they should play an extra game. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Okay, extra football nobody's upset about. So I see what you're doing here. You're doing seeded two through seven, the three games, and then you just started up with the four games for next weekend, right? Or four teams. Four teams for next weekend. Same thing. In each conference. Yeah. Okay. Um, As much as I agree with New England this year, because, like, everybody's afraid to do this thing. Like, how many people have you heard are like, oh, you know, like, wait a minute. They beat the Bills in their back? That, would, that surprised me. So many Pats teams like, oh, you guys are talking all this shit. And you're like, you beat the Bills. You beat the right. Bills and Jets to close out the season. I went through it. I will say it again on my podcast, and I'll say it now here. The last time the Pats lost three games by double digits or more in the same season with Brady as the starter was 2005. When you get smacked by really good team, or that's one thing but you're getting like they don't do that. They don't lose games the way yeah. they've lost games this year. So yeah, Brady hasn't been the same. Gronk hasn't been the same. We know the defense isn't loaded with all these different playmakers. Um is it impo- I almost think it's impossible for them to go to Kansas City and win win down there. I really do. I don't, I don't know how the defense is going to be able to hold up. Well, I wonder the last couple of weeks they started running the ball more. They have. And- I, but I don't know. Do you think that's a per week matchup thing or now they've changed their no, identity?
0: I- I think that's an identity change to get ready for what happens if they play Kansas City because you cannot overstate how bad Kansas City's run defenses. Not right. only were they the worst in the league, they were 32nd, but for a stretch there and the Football Outsiders guys, our friends Aaron Schatz and company, were tracking it. They had one of the top 10 worst run defenses ever with a couple weeks to go, and then they finally played themselves out of the bottom 10 all time. But I think the Pats are looking at this. Like if we go to Kansas City, the way to beat them is to basically do the 2007 Giants on them and control the clock, run the ball, have it for 40 minutes. Um, the DVOA off numbers 50 times. are, are
1: uh, you're absolutely right. They're off the charts. Like, I don't want to make it super nerdy, but like when you no, start looking. No, this matters though. When they're right. 32nd in and the league, and that And it's seconds in the gap, because I've looked at this before, to like the gap between them and the second worst team run defensively uh, is, is Tampa. Like, the gap between them is almost like 15 teams. Like, 15 teams take up that space of how, how big that variance is. So you're right. Historically, they're really bad. But I don't know if, you know, Michelle's had some big games. James White was big again. But I think it's okay to look at this team and go, it doesn't feel as strong. But does that mean that they should have to play another game? So back
0: to your original point. Well, but like, hold on, though. One more point on that. I do think they match up well with Kansas City the only section of the entire team that i really like is the secondary. i think their secondary is pretty good. you know, especially cuz Jackson the undrafted guy has they've thrown him into the fire and he's yeah, just responded. out it. Right. they have safeties like i think they they it's definitely in better shape than it was in october. and yeah, for years when they had a move bad out Kareem Hunt, yeah. and now it's like this Damien Williams guy who i think is talented but i just find those guys who haven't been in this situation before Those are the guys that put the ball on the ground. They're trying to get that extra yard. They're lunging. They're putting the ball out. Like, you can take the ball from those guys. I think he's got one turnover in him in a big game. You get to third, fourth, fifth string. Those are the guys that put the ball on the ground.
1: Yeah, the other younger quarterbacks, I don't worry about. Like, I don't worry about Deshaun not playing in a big spot. I don't worry about Mahomes here. Like, when I think about Deshaun Watson, you think he's more worried about a Colts divisional or wild card game or two national championships against Alabama? That's our
0: second like topic. So I, okay, hold that because so, I want right. to rank
1: the quarterbacks. Okay, so I jumped so, ahead there, but I don't, I don't want more football. Here's my point. So okay? you don't want more no, football. No, so like, even though I'm not anti-eight teams in the college football playoff this and again it's just one year it's another year a very small sample of overall overall information how we see the four games play out but like this would have been a bad year but like wait a minute bama and clemson have to play another game to prove what
0: we already know about them? but what if we had a 16 playoff and one and two just got a buy in, in the, the college, college football thing the greatest other thing about weekends.
1: college football playoff expansion is everybody presents some new form and like everybody said all of these things before yeah. everybody's done the two buy thing so that's fine too maybe we do that but The longer we expand this thing out, like what the hell has Pittsburgh done besides just be a 500 team or even Minnesota to prove like, why do you get a chance to even be in this tournament? As much as the NBA can be too predictable, in a way, I like that better than a nine and seven Giants team then being crowned like, wait a minute, that's the best team in the NFL? Like you can go nine and seven
0: and then you get into the tournament and then you win it. But Ryan, and then this is why I a better, have a gambling problem. Because right. you're making great points. I don't think I, don't I just got two more games te- to
1: gamble I, on. I don't think, eight, imagine, imagine, you know, we had 7-9 and nine one year with Seattle. and They ended up winning. Imagine if you had a 7-9 and nine team and they're like playing in the Super Bowl. Like that team, we saw your 16 games. Right. You shouldn't have an invitation for a chance to win. This is too important. I'm passionate about this. Kyle, you decide which case
0: did you like more. Let's keep it the way it is. Okay. All right. Wow. Are you? That's great. Why don't you just adopt Kyle? Um, I do have a spare bedroom. Give me your top five quarterbacks right now that you want in a playoff game. Oh wow! And I'll give you the scenario. Okay, uh, I'll give you the scenario. You're does down, it have to be the guys that are in the playoffs? Yeah. You're down four. You're on the road. Temperature and they're playing with the temperature is about <laughs> it's, it's a it's forty two, but Wait it's a, a little minute. colder. Forty two. It's a little windy. Um, they're playing with the with the people they have. Right, They're right. down four. Their kick returner decided to take it out of their own end zone like a moron and got tackled on the 16. Now you got to go 84 yards in four and a half minutes. Pulled a Cyrus Jones? They pulled a Cyrus Jones. Now you have to go 84 yards in, in let's say, four, 420. Four, four minutes, 20 seconds. They get two timeouts because their coach stupidly challenged a play that he shouldn't have challenged. They only get two timeouts. Get the two-minute warning. Who's your number one choice for a QB with their team in this spot? All right. So Trubisky. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Breeze. Breeze one.
1: Yeah, Breeze Over Mahomes. Yeah, over Mahomes.
0: Breeze indoors and outdoors or just Breeze indoors? Well,
1: he's going uh, to be indoors if it's still Breeze. Well, he he's indoors yeah. this whole playoff. He's so that, the whole so that's fair. So that's, okay. so if you're giving me. So, so when Breeze I asked you indoors. temperature, that was stupid because if he's indoors, you know, he's indoors. It's fine, um, though. I put Mahomes second. Okay. This is me putting this together quick here. Uh, I put Brady third.
0: Brady third?
1: Wow. And that was, you know what?
0: That's even more faith than I have in Brady.
1: Yeah, because you know why? You know what's really hard to do is not put Russell Wilson third there because I do trust him. Now, I don't love his weapons as much as the other guys. I would
0: have Wilson third.
1: So you'd have Wilson third. All right, so we. do you have luck ahead of Brady? I would have have luck fifth.
0: I would have Mahomes one. Breeze, two. Um, Wilson, three. Oh, my God. Who are you? Luck, four. Oh, my God. Watson, five. No (laughs) way. No
1: way. Yeah. I mean, it's not that different this year. Here's why.
0: (laughs) You're going to put Deshaun Watson ahead of Brady? That's No, you're not. But I'm including QB, cast, team, offense, what the defense says. Is DeAndre Hopkins the best receiver in the NFL? Well, that's the thing. So if I'm Brady, it's third and 11. I'm on my own 28. I need a first down. Where am I going? It's not
1: Edelman. Where am he's, I going? Gronk will be doubled.
0: Edelman has dropped that pass ha- half the time this
1: year. Gronk? Half is, Gronk half is, is like, a lie. He was bad against the Steelers.
0: Gronk is single-covered. They don't even they, they don't even have to double-cover him anymore. I got Philip Dorsett. Well, when you single-covered
1: by Miami, you lit him up. I have uh, it,
0: whoever their best linebacker is, is just marking my dude coming out of the backfield, whether it's right. James White or Michelle or whoever. I don't have to worry about Brady scrambling at all. What about where Hogan? Where am I going on third and 11? Yeah, Hogan. That's the thing. It's like the guys who are going to decide this Patriots season, it's going to be a third and 11. And it's going to be like Cordero Patterson, Hogan, Dorsett, because those are guys that are going to be wide open. It's going to be like that Giants Super Bowl where they didn't, They Chad Ochocinco was just on the right side of the field by himself for the second half. And the Giants were like, please start with him. We're not covering him.
1: And one of the great calls that you've had in the 2018 year is when, we were doing a pod together and the breaking news came down that the Pats got Josh Gordon. And yeah. you were already pre-upset. It was like you were dating somebody you really wanted to date. And yeah. it, you were depressed. And your friends were like, hey, Bill, why the long face? And you went, when she dumps me, it's going to suck. And they were like, wait a minute. Why can't you just enjoy the now? Enjoy the three months with Josh Gordon. Right. It's like, because
0: I know my feelings are going to get hurt.
1: Exactly. And not having him is a big loss. It is a big loss. It wasn't I, He wasn't perfect for what they were doing. He did it.
0: I mean, He he hit a few catches every now and then we were like, man, you know. I feel bad because it was, what I was afraid of was that it was going to work out well enough that they were going to start relying on him. And that's exactly what happened. happened. And not only that, but nephew Kyle became as enchanted by him as anyone I've ever seen. He would scream flash every time he caught one and he really was all in. And that's when I really got concerned. I was like, we can't put all the eggs in the Josh Gordon basket. He has done this since he was in high school.
1: Okay, so let's it's get back. To, let's get back to the headline here, though. The headline here yeah, is you, that there's no way you actually would rather. You, so you're you're going the Watson Hopkins thing trumps any Brady experience,
0: and a guy well, you trust. No, and also the Watson scrambling thing, Watson's ability, and he did this the other day in the in what was a must win game for them, um, a couple times against Jacksonville, which they ended up putting away. But he had a couple plays in that game, and then the week before, where it's third and twelve, third and eight. They have him sacked. He's about to go down. He spins out and creates like a 25-yard play out of nowhere. Brady can't do that anymore. Brady, Brady, if the play's not happening in three seconds, it's probably not happening. He'll throw it away. He'd, he's not going to run around with it. And that's it. And, and their offense is designed now for like, what's going to happen in that three seconds?
1: This is really more than a question about which offense you trust. Well, he's most.
0: 41 years old. And these are the worst weapons he's had since the 06 team. It's just a fact.
1: Yeah, I I still would love to know what he says to Giselle in private moments. I think she
0: says to him like, I told you you should retire two years ago. That's pretty good. I told you, Tom. That was pretty good. I told you after the Atlanta game, you've had too many concussions.
1: It's the least attractive she's ever sounded, but (laughs) uh, I wonder in private (laughs) moments if he just goes, I take a fucking discount every year. Yeah. And I gotta I got, every single year they like give me josh gordon every every fucking they pull josh get,
0: gordon off the scrap heap. right that's my that's my weapon this year every fucking year i do this shit for you guys yeah
1: and all and- i ever asked was that you trade garoppolo <laughs>
0: this Was my only ask ever in 10 years get this fucking handsome guy off my team <laughs> my teammates are hanging out they better like it I t- i'm not gonna say who
1: it was but i was talking about his contract with with uh one of our nfl analysts and he's like that old thing's fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and I went like, what? And he's like, "Ah!" He just, it was
0: like. Well, there's three things that are right. complete bullshit. One is the Tom Brady contract, however else they're compensating him. We'll never know. Two is- lebron and clutch and it's like he doesn't he doesn't have a stake he doesn't have a stake in that's clutch. why it's i like, think
1: lebron was so vocal about i'd love to trade for anthony davis but he's yeah. not a conflict of interest i have nothing I to do with that agency
0: but you know what he does is that he they don't commission him on anything there you go so if so, he's not getting commissioned on anything so he's not doing that's anything wrong. kind of a stake he's yeah. getting money out of that that's my theory on that and then what's the third one what's the third one brady that Miles Teller actually is Lucy's son? I blanked on the third one. I'll remember the third one by the end of this podcast. <laughs> okay. Deal. No, it's it's another like sports. Oh, Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, the, the pay cut there. I think I think Cuban paid like $62 million for Dirk's documentary that Dirk's company <laughs> predicted. <laughs> he's like, he's like, hey, this documentary is great. Here's $62 million. It's the highest price ever paid. What do they pay for Avatar? Well, this is- <laughs> so those are three so i love
1: your i love your conspiracy theories on this one but yeah so the yeah i I think there's no way there's no way that brady's a competitive guy like deep down isn't going why why does this have to be so hard every year like why can't we grab a guy how does the salary cap this is something we were doing on my podcast like how does the salary cap go up 60 million in five six years and we're still grabbing guys that played lacrosse and other dudes that failed drug tests
0: well it's weird like even if they had gotten if, I mean, <laughs> even you you look at free agents and the free agency thing happens and everybody's overpaid. You're like, whoa, Trey Burton got that. Yeah. Travis Landry's going to make that. But at some point.
1: Like even Brandon Cooks. Like Brandon Cooks isn't actually like the ultimate one. Yeah, even though a number You got that? Well, yeah. You get a first rounder.
0: At the same time, you still end up with that person on your team. And like, let's say they had paid for Trey Burton. Trey Burton's fine. But he's better than Dwayne Allen. Now yeah, we Dwayne, can play him and Gronk together, and Trey Burton might actually get open. Like, I like Dwayne Allen in college. Yeah. You know, and like Cordell Patterson is like, oh,
1: we got the guy that they never really figured out, Minnesota. And then he has like a couple of runs in Minnesota. It's like, we use him the wrong
0: way. We're like, or. Great. Or, you know. Great, he's somebody we can run in reverse with who is a
1: good returner. Yeah. This is amazing. He's a running back too.
0: Yeah. But you know what I would like is, what what they haven't been able to do is figure out that next generation Edelman type or go get the Amendola from another team. Or they, Brady's always at his best when he has those two guys who can right run off around the line and of know where they are. Yeah. yeah, and he only has one. He's only had one all season.
1: And yeah, and he hasn't even had never, Edelman all
0: season. Yeah, and Edelman, I think, has been a subpar version of Edelman for the most part
1: because he's always been so money. Uh, right, he's the, just not past, not as right. good anymore.
0: And whether that takes two years, so to you're come really back down on him. This is his down. I think he had some big drops in that Steelers game. I was really bummed out by that. He used to be so reliable. But maybe he'll step it up in the playoffs. So anyway, my point is, I look at those other teams and I look at somebody like Wilson. And if he's down late in the game, he has the ability to create something out of nowhere. He can scramble for a first down. He has connections with Baldwin. He's really developed something with Lockett. The Lockett
1: um, numbers are ridiculous. Yeah, so he has he's, a perfect passer rating on targets A lot. Yeah, it. he's
0: done a nice job with them. Uh, and then Luck, I just think he has an incredible amount of time to pass. You know, I watch football all day on Sunday. And then that Indianapolis game was last, and it was just shocking to watch. I'd watch all these quarterbacks under siege the whole day, and you watch the Colts. It's like, oh, Luck's got four seconds. He's just looking around for who to throw to, and I think that's going to be really valuable in the playoffs. Even now, though I, I
1: think it's kind of ridiculous. Put Deshaun ahead of Brady here, and I, and I just do. Even though you're right, I mean Hopkins is. I know it's weird. It's like Hopkins is like this NBA guy that you don't think can lead a team. It's almost like Harden when he was with Oklahoma City. You're like, yeah, Harden's pretty good, but I mean, come on, is he really a one? And now it seems like the dumbest thing ever, although that was kind of like conventional wisdom at the time. Like, is he really going to be one of these guys? Is he really a max guy? Like Hopkins never gets talked about because it's always Antonio, it's Julio, or it's um, Beckham, right? But Hopkins, when you watch him, you're like- He's the best guy. Just, he never drop. He doesn't, I mean, I know that's the stat this year that he didn't have a draft. But I like when I'm reading kind of the, oh, you've had no experience. There's no doubt that experience matters in these things. But there's no question that Deshaun Watson was probably more stress-filled the weeks leading up to playing Bam in the national championship than having to play the Colts. So even though he hasn't played and the Texans have their own playoff history, I'm not worried about him. But I still wouldn't put him ahead of Brady.
0: I see it. I think if Brady had what Houston has, it might be a little more even. Like just even having somebody like Hopkins compared to the weapons he has. Like he hasn't, he's really, Gronk has been a top of the line receiver for pretty much this entire decade, except the seasons he was hurt. And then before that, he had Moss from 07, he was hurt in 08 and 09. Um, had Welker, he had better versions of Edelman, but you really have to go back to the Caldwell season. The other problem the Patriots have- Riche Caldwell? Riche. The other problem with the Patriots, I always know what they're going to do depending on who's in the game. So like if Sony's in, it's almost a guarantee they're going to run unless this whole season's been a rope-a-dope for Sony to be unleashed as a pass receiver. But he doesn't, they, they don't throw to him ever. If he's in the game, they're, he's running. If Burkhead's in, it's going to be play action. They're going to throw screens to him. They're not going to try to run with him that much. And then White is just pass. And I think they're pretty predictable. You know, it really hurts them that Gronk can't get off the line anymore. Cuz in the old days, Gronk could block, but then could take off and the defense was terrified. Now if he's in the blocking, you just be like, "Oh, fuck it, they're running and they bring everybody in." I think they have a lot of problems. The Gronk
1: thing was really misleading against Miami because there was a guy, I was in Boston that week and I was listening to local radio, which is always such a treat. I love when I get to go mm-hmm. home. And but they had a really good breakdown guy on um I think it was Felger Maz's show where where he was like studying Gronk against the Dolphins. And he's like, going back and looking at the tape, it was single coverage. Like the Dolphins were a mess. So like Gronk had this, hey, Gronk is back game. And that's the stuff like I always kind of regret in the roles that we have. Like we're not going to watch the All-22 of every single game. We talk about these guys. But when somebody actually does it and it's somebody you trust and they go, the Gronk back narrative is kind of stupid. It was just wide open. The Dolphins just screwed it up all day long. So – It was great that he had that kind of game and you still hope like you can have something happening around the playoffs. But like to your whole point, if you don't have to double anyone else, you can always double Gronk and kind of shade somebody that way. So even in the red zone stuff, like in the red zone thing, it used to feel like, oh, Brady automatic. Like you give him three chances back there. It's kind of, yeah, it's going to work. And now I almost expect field goals. Yeah. It's almost like I don't want him to finish at the five or six. Like I'd rather them throw from the thirteen.
0: The Gronk thing is really bad because all you have to do is go back and look at the old footage of him. And it reminds me of like Blake Griffin and like you watch certain guys, you like you've, you've watched Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin's put up good stats this year. It's like 24 and 10, five yep. assists. He's shooting the three better. But if you watch him in traffic going to the rim and then you go back to 2012 when he was going to the rim, it's a completely different guy. And that's what it's like to watch Gronk. Gronk and he's was probably force aged nature. better too. Like Blake's yeah, he's probably aged,
1: aged better than some of those dudes.
0: In basketball, you can add the three and you can expand your game and pull out. And when you're tight end, what, what's Gronk gonna do? He's he was brute force. force yeah, he wasn't avoiding
1: anybody. That's why he was always getting hurt. You just couldn't tackle
0: him. Yeah. And then it just turned into like a bunch of banshees. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. We're coming back. Let's take a break to talk about Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project, whether you're looking to start a new business, showcase your work, publish content, sell products, and more. Squarespace is the tool for you with beautiful templates created by world-class designers and the ability to customize just about anything with a few clicks. You can easily make a beautiful website yourself. Their powerful e-commerce functionality lets you sell anything online. Analytics help you grow the site in real time. Everything optimized for mobile right out of the box. Nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Hey, buying domains is simple. You'll get the help you need with Squarespace's 24-7 award-winning customer support. Squarespace empowers millions of people from designers to lawyers, artists to gamers, even restaurants and gyms to turn great ideas into something real. Head to squarespace.com slash BS for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code BS to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash BS, offer code BS. All right, ranking the playoff teams with their playoff odds. Gonna start from twelve. What team do you have the least confidence in that will win the Super Bowl? Out of the twelve. Dallas. Dallas. I have the Texans. Hmm. I I think they're basically it's Deshaun. It's it's they can stop the run. So
1: you like luck? Wait a minute. Let me let me put this. Back. You like I just Houston's th- Texas, You like the Texas chances less against luck than you do the Cowboys against.
0: I'm just saying. for Wilson. I don't like the Texans' chances to win four games in a row. I don't think they have a particularly good coach. I don't think they have a lot of weapons. Other than Watson you don't think Bill O'Brien. Are. I think
1: Bill O'Brien gets dumped on too much. Actually, well, I'd like to be in that
0: list of people dumping on him. Okay. Who? So you have who's your who's your twelfth? Dallas. Dallas is 30 to one. Texans are 31. Dallas is my 11th. Okay.
1: All right. So, who do you have for 11? Um, I know this is not going to work out, but the idea that Lamar Jackson is going to be holding Lombardi Trophy at the end of this is impossible to me. Okay. Their defense is incredible. If it wasn't for the Bears' special defense this year, um, Baltimore's done an amazing job with this. But this stretch of seven games and You know, it's something that Kevin Clark and I talked about a little bit. But I think what happened was, is Polian was the old white guy that said Lamar Jackson should play wide receiver. And so now social media, every time Lamar Jackson has a nice play, starts doing this. And like I see it with some of the Ringer guys, be like, oh, I thought he couldn't throw the football. And you're like, well, he actually kind of doesn't still. He's run the football on average in these seven games 17 times a game. And it's been awesome. He's as much fun as I've ever seen anyone play in college. That would, over the course of the season, never hold up. He'd be number two behind only Ezekiel Elliott in carries if he actually carried 17 times a game. And I don't really know what he is as a polished passer and the fact that the Chargers just played them two weeks ago and are ready for it and some of the other blocking stuff that they'll have to do against that front line. But I love for Lamar because I really liked him and got to interview him a couple times. But this whole, okay, he's an awesome quarterback, proved it. I think it's taken on this kind of old versus young thing. And I don't think he's answered any kind of questions.
0: There was an interesting moment in the the game on Sunday when they needed a first down to basically put the game away. Third and five. Cleveland game. Yeah. Yeah. Third and five. They didn't let him throw it. And they did that weird pitch play and almost fumbled it. And I kind of filed that one away. I was like, that's interesting. They don't even want to do like a controlled rollout screen pass with him they're really nervous to put the game in his hands and i i'm more bullish on lamar than you just because i think in the playoffs i don't care about his cares because he cared about 30 times in the playoffs like, and just if he does in the way
1: he's running it maybe it's like maybe you're right maybe i should stop thinking long term yeah him. i think he's just thinking he's about just these four games, this defense and the so, way I have he's them. nasty i mean he's nasty but i just think like he hits one throw against the chargers and everybody's like ah oh, man Paulian's an idiot. Like Paulian may be an idiot for saying he should be wide receiver. That's fine. But this is still TBD as far as I'm well, concerned. Well,
0: an idiot because he changed the rules to try to help the Colts. I knew this was going to come up. the last decade. Um, I'll never forgive that guy. But just, I like Bill. Just lose fairly. I like Bill. Lose fairly. Don't lose and then be like, we got to change the rules. Our receivers are getting jammed. Come but on. It does remind me like I'd I like used to have to, him on a pod sometimes.
1: I used to sit there and scream about Flacco and people were like, like, oh, Flacco, take him over Matt Ryan. Like, why would you? Because his playoff record was really good.
0: Yeah. He He was great in that one playoffs.
1: Before that Montana run, his numbers in the playoffs stunk.
0: All right. So you have Ravens 10. I have them coming up later. I have the Seahawks 10. And I like the Seahawks. And we're going to talk about them when we break down the games. I find it, I don't think they're talented enough to win four straight, especially as the road team in the first three games. That's a lot to ask for that team. It was supposed to be a transition year. They have some blue chippers. I like their special teams. I like their coach. But man, to win four in a row, I'd I find that hard to believe. I have the Colts at nine, just because I think anybody can come out of the AFC. And it's realistic to me that they could beat the Texans, win a shootout with the Chiefs, who they've already beaten Andy Reid. And then somehow just all of a sudden they're in the Super Bowl and they're like, what the fuck just happened? Um, <laughs> Eagles, I, oh, you, who do you have at ninth? Um. I have – so I have Dallas 12th,
1: Baltimore 11th. I have Seattle 10th. Yeah. I have Philly 9th.
0: Philly 9th. So Philly's 35 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. The Colts are 28 to 1. So I have Philly – I have Philly 8th. I have Philly behind the Colts. Okay. Uh, Philly, Philly
1: 8th. Here's the deal.
0: They're not as good on
1: offense this year, and they're also not as good in defense. Yeah. I mean, it's just – it's pretty significant where they're at. Uh, we could get caught up in the Nick Foles thing, and I Let's love – Let's get caught up on it. I I love trying to figure out who he is, but then I always think of it this He's way. He's God's quarterback. That's who he is. He is. Long. Goes deep.
0: Um when a staff Big Dick Nick. <laughs> or That's you what can- the ringer staff calls him. We got like 10 ringer Eagle fans here. They call him Big Dick Nick.
1: That's great. Yeah. He is the one Uribe rebay of the NFL. Well,
0: remember the <laughs> remember Bachelor party? Remember Bachelor Party, Tom Hanks? Yeah, I remember Bachelor Party. The male stripper, Nick the Dick. Was that, that like, why do you call you, why do they call you Nick the Dick? And he whips it out and throws it on the on the hot dog plate, and it just makes this big slap. And they're like, Oh, <laughs> that's Nick the Dick. He's Big Nick Dick now. He's they their should, cousin.
1: The Eagle social media team should try to find a way to like do Put a mash of that. Face yeah, on him. Yeah, on that guy. <laughs> why do they call you Nick the Dick? Instead of like every yeah. other meme where it's like, Oh no, do the girl in the back seat in the car again. That's kind of doing this awkward smile. Yeah, um, no, I'm tired of that one. Let's uh, let's see here. I'm
0: more bullish on the Eagles than you.
1: Yeah, now, I think they're going to lose this weekend, but uh, I do think <laughs> I think this, this is this is your spiritual thing, and this is where I sometimes I'm like a little bit too hardcore, where I'm like, come on, we just know they're not as good. But you like this stuff, and sometimes the spirit Award works on this. Well, like they're, they're, they're rallying a of at the end. They get the masks out. They got out. healthy at the right. Chris time. Long made a shrine to Foles.
0: I do think Foles has some weird effect on them. Do you know that he, he took he, over and. There's something about him. There's a confidence that they have. And they got some guys back. They got some offensive linemen back. Bennett started really playing like a like a beast. They have like three guys on D that make shit happen. Um, I don't know. and And they're really confident. That's the thing. I don't like playing teams in the playoffs that are like, we're not scared. We've been here before you can't throw anything at us that's going to phase us and you're going to have to beat us.
1: No, they feel like, okay, we screwed around for three months. Yeah, and we're here. And we got back into this thing. And this is kind of our tournament, even though And it was you have really, Mitch Trubisky. Right, and you have Mitch, which I was reading this ESPN preview on it. And it was just so funny because everybody's like, eh. And then you look at the overall numbers, you're like, wait a minute, he threw for 300 again? Yeah. Like, this is crazy. And it just a credit to Nagy with like those He's like a seventh guys, highest fantasy QB. The running thing, though, like what QBR, what people that design QBR are realizing there's way too much. Of the rushing attack, like Josh Allen is way ahead of some of these other. Like Josh Allen's overall numbers weren't very good, but he was such a good running quarterback this year that it makes it look like he was better than some other dudes, and he wasn't. So QBR, it's coming kind of like per, you know, like rebounds and PR. If you played less and got a lot of rebounds, per absolutely loved you, and it took you a while. Swift,
0: Swift. whoa, look at his PR. He could if he was just in the right situation. He only played forty minutes instead of twelve.
1: Yeah, right. And you're like, no, when he plays 40, he gets Dallas has a guy like that, Dwight Powell.
0: I like Dwight Powell. It's like, wow, Dwight Powell, if he played forty minutes a game, he'd average thirty points and fifteen rebounds. So no, he wouldn't. He'd fell out. So yeah, like, isn't that what He'd funny, actually fell out is but what like, would happen. That's
1: when numbers guys will lose me and they'll be like, Well, it's it's obvious with these rebounding rates, the guy should play more. I'd be like, Do you know how hard I would rebound if I played three of twenty minutes in a pickup game? Nobody <laughs>
0: factors that part in. Like,
1: hey, Rosillo, go in for three minutes instead well, the of the, twenty.
0: The other thing is three pointers. They always, they never factor in the degree of difficulty of somebody who's like carrying their offense and has to take basically three bad three pointers a game because there's three seconds left in the shot clock versus like Jalen Brown's season right now. And he's shooting terribly in threes, but all his threes are wide open. So he's shooting 28% from three but they're 20% on wide open threes, which, yeah, is, which is way, way worse. worse. Way
1: worse. Yeah, than the guy who's like the primary minimum. dude at like 33 or something like that. Yeah,
0: like Kemba Walker is like, what, 37? But I guarantee like one out of every eight of those is a terrible three with two seconds left.
1: Yeah, when you look at who is second and third scores on yeah. a Charlotte, like that's a different.
0: That's like, like Clay stats are really bad for him because he gets all good shots. He's in an offense where he is the two best decoys in the league. Every shot he takes is a great shot. Are we going to title
1: this one? Does Clay Thompson suck and NFL picks?
0: No, but he, that would be good. Coming up, I'm going to tell you why Clay Thompson does suck. I have the Eagles. No, you got to do a better greenie tease than that.
1: Coming up. No. Be like, will Clay Thompson sucking be the reason Durant leaves for the Knicks next year? It's coming up on Get Up. Stay with us.
0: Should jo- Jonas Jarebko? Be the reason Klay Thompson leaves Golden State. <laughs> I like Jarebko this year, by the way. I, I see you tweet about Jarebko
1: all the time. I Did you not day. watch
0: him when he was at the Celtics? I loved him on the Celtics. I, for whatever reason, I must have watched
1: the wrong games. Yeah, I, I, I watched all the right games. I, I don't miss many Celtics games, but Jarebko, you know how I always have that rule about like, I just feel like there's certain players I've, I feel like in my head I've never seen make a shot. <laughs> Jarebko had a stretch from me with the Celtics where I was like, does he miss everything? But I know like you liked him and he's actually worked out. Well, Great for teammate, Swedish yeah. Larry Bird. Who do you have uh, eighth? He's some call him the Dutch Jan Vesley.
0: <laughs> Dutch Jan Vesley.
1: Who do you have for eighth? Uh, let's see. I have. Um, how do I not know who that is? Chicago. So I have. Chicago. Oh wow! Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. So the Trubisky stuff is real. Jesus.
0: For me. Yeah. That's like just anti-Trubisky, point blank. It is. Yep. Okay. Right we'll talk about them later. How long is back though? I have the Chargers seventh. I hate the matchup for them this week. I wish they weren't playing the Ravens.
1: I love them. I have them third. Okay. Yeah. I'm going Make, to the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. Make the case. Mike Williams coming along. Mm. Stud. Stud. We saw what he did in that Chiefs game, and we saw what he did in college, and so now he's healthy. Like, that Keenan Allen-Williams combo is terrific. Um, they can run it. I love their edge guys. And I really think that playing Lamar two weeks ago, as I've already said— you know, haven't just played them, I'd love to be in that spot, like if you're sitting there in that defensive room, we'll go over the film and be like, all right, dude, we know, we know what we got here now. it's a matter of being able to tackle them because it's actually that hard to do them um I don't I just I just into it i guess I, I think I'm buying into kind of like I can already see the Philip rivers it's gonna be like fifteen years of bullshit, and then Philip gets to sit up there, and then all the TV shows are gonna do the is Philip Rivers maybe better than Ben? and Eli when he's been better than those two guys the whole time
0: wow this is like just porn for Robert Mays right now Rivers is his guy
1: I I just think it's there's some cosmic shit going on they lose they lose this weekend uh, yeah I'm just picking them because I've just I always think about how shows how they graphic it in the morning like, is Rivers Maybe Rivers go? was the best. Yeah.
0: Who's your daddy now? <laughs>
1: yeah. A lot of that right, stuff. Right. Did Ladanian Tomlinson hold him back?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I subscribe <laughs> to that one.
1: He was the Antonio Brown of last decade. How uh, credit pie? How much is Charlie Whitehurst mentoring? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Coming up next, we got Charlie White. Charlie Whitehurst. He yeah. played with Phil Rivers for two years. He's going to have some insights. I don't know if Whitehurst was there for
1: two or twenty. Honestly, he might still be there i have a good looking guy though in person handsome you ever see him handsome he had these looks like james brolin and amy de i forget what girl he was with hopefully it's the one he's dating but (laughs) he was he had like a hat on and everything was perfect every hair was perfect jealous yeah and his, he's just i'll admit his ass looked awesome in these like black cowboy duster what the hell is going on right now no he just was in great shape he's a big guy hey look i you do some you'd lift on them Yeah, I'm I'm totally comfortable saying all these things. Okay. I observe, I'm a great observer of the world.
0: Great. I have the Chargers seventh. So not as high on them. They are eighteen 18- Should I have left out that Whitehurst stuff? They're plus no, I loved it. They are plus eighteen hundred to win the Super Bowl. Here's the case against them in a nutshell. Uh, West Coast team going back into Baltimore, cold weather a team that is really good at home and has perennially been awesome at home and pulled out ugly games. And then, uh, I don't know, from a coaching standpoint, it's Anthony Lynn versus John Harbaugh. Makes me nervous. It feels like the type of game the Chargers should have won, but they blow. And you're like, oh that feels my like God. Them every week. I though. can't believe the Chargers lost that game. They had it. What the hell? Well, Lamar they scrambled. This year. Yeah. Lamar scrambled on that third and seventeen. So the case for the Chargers is they had some resilient wins where they fell behind and rallied back and won.
1: Every Cape, week though was okay. Oh, here we go again, and it worked. Like well, other the years. The case against
0: them is that's a dangerous game to, to play. Yeah, right. Where you're much. behind, you're behind, you're down ten. Oh, we'll come back, and then one time it's not there. I have the Rams. At who'd you have at seven? Um, Houston. Okay. I have the Rams. I don't like their secondary. I have the Rams at six, plus 600. I actually think they're the one team other than the Cowboys, which I just don't think are good enough. There's a little bit of nobody believes in us potential with them, which I think we have to watch carefully, where the Rams are kind of like the it team for a few weeks. And then everybody just jumped off them. And now it's like, oh, and, and they're just kind of over here. And nobody's talking about them anymore, which is something you can rely on. It's like, oh, they're not going to win a Super Bowl with Goff. Goff's look shaky enough in a couple games that I think they've kind of thrown – Goff's kind of thrown people off their scent, which could be a good thing for them.
1: This is really the – so what you're talking about here is would you rather be the team that everybody loved –
0: I'd rather be the team that people are counting out.
1: Okay, so then you're good then if you're the Rams. But you're there's good. a reason why we counted them out. This defense, which on paper was supposed to be awesome all year, wasn't. And Goff was bad for the last month. Now, if Breeze is bad for the last month, I'm okay with that. He's going to the Hall of Fame, he's won a Super Bowl, and he's thrown for more yards than anybody else. Like I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna be as strict with Breeze as I would be Goff. So I have the Rams fifth ahead of the Colts sixth. Which I'm okay with. I, that, that kind of feels right, and that this has more to do with the Rams having to go back into New Orleans again. And I was there for that game. yeah, and it was a it was a good game, but the Saints felt better that day. And I don't know, like at, w- at what point will the Rams defense that we thought they paid for be a positive as opposed to that sometimes a negative or just you know, I don't I could kind of sit there and tell you what I expect from the defense. I expect to be disappointed.
0: I really liked what they had with those three receivers and Gurley, and I thought when Cup got hurt, I thought Reynolds was going to come in and just replace him. Oh, and, Cup
1: is proving that he and was. And a Cup big was like, I was
0: like, wow, Cup was really important to them, and I didn't fully realize it. And you know, basically, him and Robert Woods are both are both security blankets, like what we were talking about with Brady earlier, where Edelman. He used to have Edelman and Amadol and the better version of Edelman. But he always had one of those two guys plus Gronk. And it's like I have these three places to go on third and eight. And I think Goff had – he always had Woods, but then Cup was kind of his guy. And when I watch him now, I don't feel like he has a guy. It just feels like it's Woods. I definitely don't think Cooks is that guy. And then Gurley out of the backfield, everybody's ready for, especially in a playoff game. Nobody's going to let him get screen passes. So it I just don't think a lot running, of pressure yeah. on Reynolds.
1: I don't think a running back beats you as much as it was like, oh, stop the run, run the football and all that stuff you know, that we grew up with. I don't I can't think of a running back that I'd be like, OK, everything's neutral, except they have a huge advantage at running back. So then I'm going to pick them. It's more that running game
0: than running back.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. fine to keep you keep you having to. Re, you still have to respect us when we turn around and hand it off. You still have to respect. it. You have to bring a guy down all that kind of stuff. But Cooks is not the route runner that Woods is. I mean, this is why Cooks is on his third team. Like, congrats for getting paid. Congrats for, you know, always being traded for first rounder. But like, I've always thought the Cooks conversation was kind of funny in that. It's like, I can't believe people keep getting rid of this guy. You're like, well, sometimes I defer to the team that moves on from him when it's two smart
0: teams. It seemed like for my year with him on the Pats, it seemed like he could only run two routes. Yeah, Woods is a great, I mean, I've loved Woods Woods ever since he was
1: at USC. Uh, I think he's actually really underrated as a guy. But maybe the Rams are in this perfect spot. But they did it. We are – they are not the hot team because they haven't been hot. And that's like – there's. this isn't like the tide just turned on them unfairly. They've given us the evidence here to change our minds about them. A little bit. I mean, if they won
0: the whole thing, I'm not going to be shocked either. There's a best-case scenario for them, though. Best-case scenario for the Rams, (laughs) which we've now had to do three takes of. (laughs) The Chiefs (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> the Bears come there in round two if the Bears take care of of uh, Philly. Of Philly. And they have Trubisky on the road. And you're That's, just hoping yeah. Trubisky just melts down completely. Now in the other game, you have Seattle takes care of Dallas. They go to New Orleans. Russell Wilson in the Superdome does some Russell Wilson thing. The punter puts four punts inside the three-yard line. Just one of those games. And now all of a sudden, the Rams are home against Seattle in the NFC Championship game. That's the roadmap for them to make the Super Bowl. I don't think they can win in New Orleans. I don't think so either. Yeah.
1: I don't think anybody's going to win in New Orleans. I don't. So that's kind of, I mean, that's why I have the Saints going to the Super Bowl. I know it's chalk, but they're just a different different team down there. And that's why the one seed for them was probably as important as any team in the league.
0: I have the Pats at five there. Oh, I'm sorry. The Rams were six to one. I have the Pats at number five. They are plus 625. And the case for them is basically how, how these seeds in the bye week broke for them and the fact that they might be able to play Houston around two who they've beaten consistently, and then they're going to luck out with whatever happens in the other game.
1: What if, though, Belichick lost to Vrabel Patricia, which has to – like, if I was good friends with Belichick, I would be texting and be like, how'd you lose to Matt Patricia? Mm. He's making some friends there in Detroit, huh? Um, what, <laughs> if he, what if he lost to Bill O'Brien?
0: I don't think he ever loses to Bill O'Brien.
1: Yeah, but I would have never thought he was going to lose the Matt Patricia.
0: I think he threw that game because he felt bad. Oh. I think, Belichick, I, think he, I think that was point shaving. That's prob- You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't bet on it. He just <laughs> mentally point shaved. <laughs> he just felt bad. The guy used to work for him. He wanted him to get a win I, on TV. Stirred it, away.
1: Like that pencil thing, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have the Chiefs fourth, plus 475. Wait a minute. So you have them fourth? Yeah. You really hate that Chiefs defense. I do. I don't like... So the only thing I can remember that remotely approached this was that year the Colts won the Super Bowl.
1: Oh, uh, right. So that defense was so bad against the run. But then
0: remember all of a sudden Bob Sanders came yeah. back and at least he was able to like come flying Bob in Sanders. and tackle oh. some dudes.
1: Now, I remember doing that whole thing. And if you really added it all up, the Bob Sanders part of it is how it's always remembered, like Bob Sanders. Because they were, I think, it, you had to go all the way back to 1981 for a yeah, they team were like that was so bad against the run yeah. that actually advanced and went through the whole thing. And then, yeah, it just was weird, like at the right time. And
0: actually, the way it played out for them in the NFC title game was really the only way that team could have won, where they were they just fell way behind and kind of threw the other team off what they were doing. The other team had so much success, and then the momentum of the second half. Kind of swung their way, but I, I felt like the Patriots were better than them that year. And out of all the Patriots losses, that's the dumbest one to me. That's the dumbest one. Even the Giants losing those two Super Bowls, like the Giants outplayed them in yeah, 07. Right,
1: Giants were. You watch that them. game,
0: and it's like, ah, eh, the Giants kind of deserve to win. Eleven, both of them were terrible. That was just a clusterfuck. Right, but that Colts game, I'm like, man, really, and then you I don't get know to know play how the, the Patriots. Right. lose that
1: you get to play the Bears. Then you get Rex and, Grossman, and both both teams are going. We just. Like, our ring is waiting for us.
0: Yeah, that was the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. Who do you have uh, fifth and fourth? I have the Rams fifth. I have the Pats fourth. I don't think, you know, we've already been over this, but the beating the Bills and Jets thing, I, you know, that's just a benefit of the doubt thing here for New England at some point. Like, I'm not I'm not going to put Indy ahead of them.
0: Who do you have third?
1: I have the Chargers third.
0: Okay. I have the Ravens third at 18-1. That's insane. I know.
1: You really think at the end of this, 4 you're going with the just run them 20 times a game and maybe it works and their defense is awesome. And that, like, I cannot imagine Lamar to me, it's winning a,
0: this thing. It's a pure matchup thing. Round one, I like the matchup. Round two, I already know they can beat the Chiefs. I think the, their offense against the Chiefs defense has all the makings of what we saw the last time, where they just have the ball for 41 minutes. And it's just 40, sec- 40 seconds a pop, run, run, third and three, first down. So that game that, changed the clock.
1: That, those fourth down conversions, the fact that the Ravens could have won it like three different times there. Like you are all in on that. that-
0: I'm not all in. I'm just, I, I just think they're a safer bet than the Chiefs. I don't like teams that just can't get stops. But the Chiefs are like, if if they're down four and they just need to stop the other team's offense once, I don't think they're going to be able to do it. And that's before you get into all the Andy Reid and all the baggage they have and the fact that they have their third string running back. And it just makes me nervous. The one good thing in their favor is their special teams have been great. And they might have the ability to swing a game. I think their special teams do their first or second DVOA. But they have the ability to get a big return at the perfect spot or punt block or whatever the hell. I just like the Ravens. I think the Ravens are good. And I don't think Lamar is a perfect QB. But whatever they got going with him, it's like it's I think you can win with that in January.
1: It's my take. I just can't see them winning four games that way. I just don't.
0: Well, so here's the roadmap though. They win that game, KC, and then they get the Pats in round three potentially. And that's a team like they've always had success against, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, what? So, because Ray Rice broke off a big run, you know. Seven, uh,
0: you know. I look. Sometimes, like <laughs> that when, game was a bl- that game. The Pats got killed in one of killed. those games.
1: Killed in that one, and then they had the field goal game in the other one. Um,
0: but my my thing with the three, four, five Ravens, Chiefs, Pats, I think it's all even. I just and can't
1: believe you have the Ravens that high. I just don't think that the Lamar. But I thing think would hold three, over I think run. that
0: three, four, five. I think those. That's a clump for me. And yeah, I could have put the Pats so three and mid- two. I have uh, the Bears, two and the Saints, one. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. you have the
1: Bears, too, and I have them uh, I know. seventh.
0: I like defense more than you this year, though. Their defense is that kind of special. Their defense just- is if they have a lead and they can keep it, they will be able to protect the lead, and I like that. And I like the fact – I think they stumbled into a running game these last four weeks that – they figured out the Cohen Howard thing in a way that I think I feel good about now.
1: Yeah, I didn't expect this from Howard to close the season and then yeah. he goes off. And
0: I had him on my fantasy re- team all year. I was waiting for it and it just never happened. Did and then plan, they finally played. The I was done already. I was already done. Right. Part of the reason I was done was because of Jordan Howard. But uh I like the matchups for them too, because if they can get by the Eagles, then we round two is the Rams. And we already discussed like their defense just hasn't been good. And if you and if you're trying to get Trubisky's feet, and if you're the wet against Bears the the right
1: Bears going team, to LA too. It's not like it's the end of it. It's not like going down to New Orleans. It's not like going to Arrowhead.
0: The other thing with the Bears that I've noticed, the first quarter is like supernaturally important for them. They script out all the plays. Trubisky knows exactly what he's doing, like the first 12, 15 or whatever. And that's as good as he's going to be in that first quarter. And then if they can get that lead, then now you, now you hand it to your defense. Now you're just doing run plays and you're just basically not letting Trubisky fuck this up for you. I think they can beat the Rams that way.
1: As this whole thing started with him, like you're like, is this real? Is this real? Is this real? And then you're like, I guess, I guess it is real. Yeah. And I've watched him a bunch. And from that opening week against Green Bay, where I thought it was painfully obvious to any football fan that they didn't trust him at all. They didn't. They trust him more now. They do. Which is great. Uh, I just wouldn't trust him enough. Like maybe maybe this is the the changing of the NFL and that if you do have that kind of defense and that the quarterback numbers, it gets almost like three-point shooting now, right? Like I don't know what to do with Harden in comparison to some of these greats with the run that he's been on because pace is almost catching up to what pace used to be okay yeah. when you used to have these absurd rebounding games you'd be like how did bill russell have 40 rebounds you're like well look at it, the shot attempts look at the pace that we played at how did the big o end up with a triple double we'll look at the pace that's why in a way westbrook's triple double is more impressive than now so when i Careful. think about when i think about uh quarterback numbers and what you need to win maybe i'm still a little caught up in the old-fashioned thing of like dude the NFL playoffs, like, give me a guy that I can trust. Like, do you really want to pick Trubisky in one of these spots? But what we've seen with Nagy at head coach and these offenses and around this league is that maybe the bottom for that position has come up to a point where that's the new NFL. It isn't about making sure you have one of those five guys. It's that making sure that even if your guy isn't as good as 10 or 15 other quarterbacks, he's still going to get production with the way the game is called with the places that are open in the middle of the field. And being
0: able to scramble on third downs and stuff. I would throw in one other thing. I think there's two types of quarterbacks, and I include them. Would you call him the white Lamar Jackson? (laughs) No, Josh Allen. Josh Josh Allen is the white Josh Allen. Um, No, I think quarterbacks, there's two versions of them, right? It's the quarterback when he's ahead and the quarterback when he's behind. The Trubisky when he's ahead, I actually like. When it's somebody like, oh, the Bears are going to run the ball. Whoop, they're not running it this time. Whoa, there he goes. And and I think that Trubisky is dangerous. The Trubisky that you don't want is the, we're down eight. Yeah, the third eight We're down down 10 and we need two scores Trubisky. That's the Trubisky I want no part of from a gambling standpoint. That
1: happens in college all the time. Like there's teams third and eight more, third and seven. I'm like, I don't even have to watch. You can't convert this.
0: But this was the Bortles issue, right? Yeah, and there's quarterbacks in the NFL, believe it or not, where I go, oh, this is... But we saw this with Bortles last year. They played Pittsburgh in round one. Everything goes right. They have a huge lead against Pittsburgh. Or they play, I'm sorry, round two, not round one. They beat Tennessee in round one, barely. What was it, like 9 nothing? It was one of the worst games of all time.
1: Every Tennessee game is the worst yeah. game of all time.
0: Round two, Pittsburgh, everything goes right. Huge lead. And we're like, whoa, well, maybe Bortles, I don't know. New England, round three. Another one. Everything goes right in the first half. It's like, whoa, Bortles. And then when they actually need him in the second half, he can do it. And then that transfer of this year. I actually think Trubisky is better than Bortles because he he can pull some throws out of his ass every once in a while. On the flip side, I think about betting on him in round two against the Rams and Aaron Donald's coming at him. And Trubisky will do that. He'll just panic. He'll do these panic passes, you know, and that—that's the thing I worry about with him.
1: Yeah, I'm not—I'm not as sold on him, even though this defense is absolutely off the charts. Eleven
0: and one odds for them.
1: So you have Lamar and Trubisky in your top three.
0: Yeah, but I told you, three, four, five to me is all. They might as well be three A, three B, three C. The the Ravens, Chiefs, Pats. Um. I just think any of those three can win. I think it's going to be like the NFL always is, where it's going to come down to who's the dude on the Patriots that year in the Ravens game who stripped uh, the receiver to get the Pats to the Super Bowl the second time they played the Giants. Sterling Moore. Yeah, Sterling Moore. It's right? going to come down to like zone. a Sterling Moore play. It's going to be two of the Pats, Chiefs, Ravens, and the Super- whoever goes to the Super Bowl, it's going to be Sterling Moore stripping some dude in the end zone after he caught the winning touchdown pass. It and is that's a what great it's gonna play.
1: a great field, though. It's like awesome. this is awesome. Again, I know I make the Tennessee joke, but there isn't that kind of no. You know, we don't have we don't have Connor Cook going up against. remember that game last
0: year. No, I th- I think the Two reason we like it is all the quarterbacks. You have really good quarterbacks, plus Lamar and Trubisky, and uh, and Dak. Well, I think Dak's at least, you know, he's thrown for 400 yards. He's had games where he's looked. I'm actually than not as
1: anti Dak as everybody else. It's just hard to look at the overall numbers of like the team offensively and you just go, all right.
0: So we both have the Saints won at plus 225. Yes. I think they are the clear number one. I'm not too, at home. Yeah. I'm not too scared by how they look the last five weeks because I think home, Thomas Kamara, um, the crowd. To me, the safest pick is to pick the Saints to make the Super Bowl.
1: Unless some team decides to just go at their corners, you know, because they leave those guys out there a lot Mm. and just take shot after shot after shot. And maybe that's what the Rams do. I mean, maybe the Rams in the rematch go, okay, we know how they want to play us. And it was a really good game, even though the Saints kind of got up on them and then the Rams got back into it a little bit. I don't like, they're scoring 30 at home. They're scoring 30 at home against everybody. I mean, I guess unless Chicago ends up there, maybe that'd be a little different. But yeah, the Saints, on paper, I don't know what the argument against it is in saying that nah, you now their path isn't as easy because they
0: don't have to leave. Coming up, I'm going to tell you how to turn $1,000 into $55,000 right after this. Hey, we all put off doing things we know we need to do. We, need, we know we need to organize the garage or return our great aunt's call, but something always gets in the way. Security can be like that too. You know, it's a good idea. It always slips down the list of priorities. Fellow procrastinators, now is the time to act. Simply Safe's extended holiday sale ends soon. They got rid of all the reasons not to get home security. They believe nothing should come between you and protecting your home. No contracts, no markups, no complicated installation. Professional quality home security. So easy, you'll have it up and running in minutes. Add this to your epic to do list for 2019 or do it right now. Go to simplysafe.com slash BS. Order before January 8th to save with their extended holiday sale. Simplysafe.com slash BS. That is Simply Safe with two odds. All right. I want to talk Super Bowl matchup odds really quick. There's one crazy one that jumped out to me. Eagles Ravens. If you bet on the Eagles Eagles-Ravens Super Bowl, 170 to one odds.
1: Where do we bet? <laughs>
0: 170 to 1 if we played this whole playoff thing 170 times that's the Super Bowl once yeah at least yeah maybe twice Eagles Chargers you like you mentioned how much you like the Chargers 160 to 1 now I think the Eagles are going to lose in round 1 I'm just just throwing it out are you laying
1: the 6 with Chicago or are you taking
0: the 6 well we're going to get to that okay here's the long odds bets I by the way I do not recommend betting Super Bowl odds because you're just better off betting it game by game versus betting a future thing. You are good betting matchup odds. Matchup odds, you actually get good value. And this is my favorite bet. Sal and House and I have already done this, so we're not going to move the odds. Bears, Ravens, 55 to 1. (laughs) Trubisky and Lamar Jackson. How is that 55 to 1, but Eagles... Ravens is 160. 170 to one. Because the Bears are favored. They're I two and, it, and a half but, to one favorites. Right, right, I get that. Well, they also, they do it by whoever's betting it. If nobody's yeah, betting right. that, they just keep it where it is. 55 to one, Ravens-Bears.
1: That no. would be... No, I just... Lamar and Trubisky, the storylines all week. I can't, so who's I your know Super Bowl pick? Uh, it's Saints-Chargers.
0: Saints-Chargers. Looks like plus 140, plus, f- wait a minute, that's a weird one, 1450. So I guess you bet 200 to win 2,900, basically. You bet 1,000 to win, 100 to win 1,450. So it's almost 50 to 1 odds, basically. Well, we got there. Yeah, got there eventually. <laughs> it's a hair under 50 to 1. Yeah. 145. But those right, aren't so- great odds. I'd rather just bet all those games game by game versus doing that.
1: No, but you're you're the like whenever anybody does this future stuff, I go well. I'm just going to lose that. Why would I? Why would I bet a thousand bucks on that? Because it's not going to happen. But if you just kept doing it enough, like don't you think you'd win one out of 170 bets to make up? You know, well, what last saying? year like, Eagles still... Pats
0: would have paid off pretty well, I think. Yeah, but not not one sixty-nine, no, not like that. Right? Eagles Pats this year sixty to one. Big Dick Nick against Brady the rematch. Let's do it. Imagine if Belichick lost to Foles twice. God. Well, he lost to Eli Manning twice. What's worse than that? Foles losing Eli to Foles Manning's twice. like the Fredo, the fucking Manning family, and we lost to him twice.
1: See, again, I would love to know if, like, Belichick had a buddy.
0: He was banging cocktail waitresses <laughs> two at a time. <laughs> Don't you know I am a Mo Green? Um. <laughs> uh, I'm really ready for the Godfather us. <laughs> it's like
1: the two at a time thing. Is, is, Fredo was so good, especially in the beginning when they're at the wedding and Michael just is he comes totally more. To hey, yeah, Mike. Yeah, but his date is a, just a mess. Yeah. And then Michael's, like, take care of this.
0: <laughs> take yeah. care of this. Yeah, he Our liked I'm those cocktail races, this. man. Seahawks pats is 45 to 1. The uh the consensus favorite. Seems like it should be Saints-Chiefs. That's plus 315. Saints-Pats is plus 37 I
1: want it to be Lamar Trubisky now, though, because I want to see the TV shows. graphic. I want to see the graphic. Well, all the college like, people would go nuts for that, right? Well, they would. I mean, I talked to Larry Fedora when he was, you know, he had Trubisky there, and Larry's a good guy, and he came by, and I was like, so what do what you think? it was, I'm always fascinated with, like, what a guy doesn't say, right? Like, the yeah. other night I was talking to an NBA GM, and I got the mm. sense of... It wasn't that he what he was saying yes or no to, it was how he was answering the question, where I'm like, Oh, wait, like this guy's telling me something here. And when Larry I asked him about Trubisky, and he just goes, Well, you know, you're gonna make sure. And it just he listed like seven prerequisites of what he needed to see Mitch survive. And it was like, it may take a year, maybe longer. I'm like, Oh, all right. So you you don't think he's like it just felt like you don't think he's ready or this thing may not work out. And then you add in like what Lamar was in college. And then even Eric Weddle going, dude, when he showed up at camp, we're like, oh, my God. You know, like Weddle said this recently publicly. If that were to happen, the amount of people saying that you should just change the way you should build your team and how you should look at the quarterback position, I can't. I would almost root for that just to see what kind of content we would get from people because it'd be absurd. Everybody would lose their minds and start saying the dumbest shit ever about the position.
0: We were together when the Patriots passed on him twice.
1: You were upset about it. Your father's I was. still upset about it. I
0: just felt like at that at the end of the first round, if you have a chance to get a quarterback who could start in a playoff game, you have to take them. You just have to. I feel like getting a running back anytime, and it, as it turned out, they took the wrong running back they, from the college. I'd rather have Nick Chubb. They took the second best Georgia running back. Yeah, Chubb. Chubb's been awesome. Man. Chubb's awesome. much better than Michelle. <laughs> Come on, that was terrible. Right
1: then, you have the lineman who gets hurt right away. Uh, I, I don't, you know. I don't know about taking a first round and a quarterback when you still have Brady there.
0: Brady's but, 41. We're, we're the, we've all lost our minds on this. He's 41. Remember yeah, Manning? It's like, ah, Manning could keep going. Then one year Manning was just, it just was over. over. It was just over. That's like gonna like happen that. to Brady soon.
1: No, I've never been one of those things that be like, Oh, right, yeah, that's cool. You avoid the nightshades, but like you're just gonna play at 45 and be sick. Like, that doesn't make any Do sense. Do you
0: think Brady has like a Dirk Nowitzki season, like what we're seeing with Dirk now, where he comes out, and he just like can't move anymore? I the watched Earth the other sailing. night because you watched so, Luca. It's, it's so, so depressing. Bad. I yeah. hate it. He I needs an it.
1: intervention. Every single time he moves, I think he's gonna break. It looks like he's gonna fall. It looks like he's
0: on ice skates. How does that happen? He's four. He's, like, he's like, like in pickup his games now? This is why I stopped playing pickup. Uh, quickly, before we get to the picks. So I do the playoff manifesto every year. Most of these rules don't apply for round one because it's a pretty, pretty chalk. Round one matchups, like eight teams that are fairly reliable. There's a couple that I thought uh were worth mentioning. Quick, rule number three was don't try to talk yourself into a nobody believes in us team. Rams. Rams are the closest, and I, I feel like I'm talking myself into it a little bit because they did get hey, a bye week. You People know what? Love the we we should at least
1: like it, it sounded a little anti-Rams at the time. like They're good. Yeah, they're they good. are. They a great coach. Right. right. So like the idea that the Rams could be going to the Super Bowl. It's not far. No one's going to go. Oh, how the hell did that happen? No. But yes, they're finishing off cold. They're the same stuff that we said about the defense the whole time. But I think it's almost just worth repeating. Like I don't think either of you were sitting there going. I feel like you well, know maybe, what I kind of don't like is that Rams team. It's not anti-Rams,
0: but just, Lamar Jackson and Trubisky might be the nobody believes in us guys this year. You just it sounds like you love. You them. just railed against them. I think I'm in the minority. You so are. So I don't feel be. like there's a full fledged team yet. Like last year with Bortles, I was like Bortles, no fucking way are they winning and wherever, and then he would win. <laughs> and then the Eagles in the Super Bowl, same thing. And ah, i winning the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Get the fuck out of here. And I know. I Super sat
1: Bowl. there for that whole time because I'm like, that Pats defense sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Here's, it sucks. And then I go, there's no
0: way Belichick's losing to Nick Foles. Yeah, come on. It's Nick Foles. This is an interesting one. Rule number five Beware of the everybody believes in us team. Mm, the opposite. <laughs> it's dangerous to be the team everybody Saints. believes in. But I think the Saints, there's enough of a eh, last five weeks. Are we sure? Like, why'd they tail off that? It's not a juggernaut. I don't think anybody's like, the fucking Saints, lock them in, man. Well, then was-
1: there isn't one then. If it's not the Saints. There isn't one. Right. Because enough people are able the I anti- wanted to make Chiefs sure it defense. wasn't the Saints. Cause they, yeah. I've,
0: and the Chiefs, definitely not.
1: No, in New England, even though everybody's scared to death to doubt them. I, I don't know. Like.
0: Rule number 11 is don't ever talk yourself into a terrible QB ever for any reason. There is no terrible QB in this entire playoff, so we don't have to worry about that. Rule number 10, when in doubt, gravitate toward one pick that would screw over the most gamblers and experts and would definitely go against the single worst gambler you know. I don't feel like there's an obvious round one pick. I think that's one of the reasons I like round one. You can make, All eight teams, there's a case to be made, Right.
1: Well, the line is telling you that on three of them already, yeah. you know, that basically Vegas sees him even at three of the matchups.
0: Rule so. number 13. Now this applies. Before you wager on a team, make sure that Marty Schottenheimer, Herm Edwards, Wade Phillips, Norv Turner, Andy Reid, Dan Quinn, John Fox, Jason Garrett, anyone named Mike, anyone <laughs> described as Andy Reid's pupil, and anyone with the last name Mora isn't their head coach. We have Jason Garrett in round one. How many? All right, so we're. we're I don't know about the mics. mics. No, I don't think there's a mic. Um, Bill O'Brien is is if he no, if yeah, he blows the Indianapolis game, I'm throwing him into rule thirteen. The Bill I'm O'Brien, the anti-Bill O'Brien stuff is
1: weird to me. Yeah. Like they've had awful quarterbacks, and he still made the playoffs down there. Okay, uh, you're not you're not even. This is the most dismissive you've been on the podcast. I'm
0: giving about. you a couple props before we get to the lens Seahawks, Cowboys. Or Ravens, Chargers. Will there be an overtime plus 900? Yeah, give
1: me an overtime. Which one? Uh,
0: Feels Ravens, Ravens Chargers, Chargers, feels a little overtime ish, right? I can see Rivers, Seahawks, Cowboys losing his shit. (laughs) Plus 900. So you do two of those, you bet 100 on each, and you're basically risking 200 to win 900. That one of those two games goes into overtime. What about a tie?
1: What's the. Tiger's Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's listening to the podcast
0: being like, what? You're gonna love this yeah. one. How come they don't have a proper ties? Bears, Eagles. Will there be a defensive or special teams touchdown plus two ten? Mm, no. You've got Trubisky on one end. Yeah. You have the Bears I mean, defense on the other I mean, end.
1: Basically, you're betting on his, his full is Foles going to give it to Khalil <laughs> Mack at some point. Um or fumble or whatever. Eddie
0: Jackson. I'm nah, not doing it. I, would, I thought it was a good one. Most passing yards in round 1. Luck is the favorite at plus 250. Watson is plus 400. I think you could make the case pretty pretty strongly that most passing yards is going to come from that game.
1: Yeah, we go Luck there against that secondary. Plus 250. TY's numbers in the two games against them, um he's put up he's put up big numbers. He's like, yeah, 13 for 314.
0: Well, the other thing, Houston's run defense is first. So, hard to run against them. You actually have to throw it against them. Most rushing yards. How about this one? Lamar. Plus 700. So, you go through. It's like, all right, Zeke. Gus well, see, Edwards. Zeke was the favorite. He's like plus 250. But see, I wouldn't bet on Zeke. Yeah, it's not. Because because the odds aren't great. The odds, well, one, Chris the Carson payoff. was 8-1. to one. Yeah, Carson's not bad. Carson's, Carson's had a bad. really nice season. Kind of like Lamar, though. Yeah, like a like a seventeen for one forty five. Yeah, why not? He's just gonna
1: break one, and you're in it. Yeah,
0: because I think the
1: Zeke thing is, hey, let's stop Zeke. You know, you can't. I don't think you can actually. The Pats have done good jobs with this, so we're turning back to that. But like the dumb teams, and I'm not saying the Chargers – the Chargers aren't in that category, but like dumb teams would always screw up the running quarterback thing. Yeah. Like this guy's just running wild the whole time. You'd be like, hey, you notice how the smart teams build the pocket, make them stay in the pocket the yeah. whole time? Like, have any of you other guys that coach in the NFL thought about trying to do that there too? So I don't know that the Chargers fall in that dumb category of running wild. But if he breaks one big
0: one, then you're you're halfway there, man. Receiving, other than Hopkins, who's the favorite, Doug Baldwin, 12 to one. I love Doug Baldwin. I was thinking this is kind of a Doug Baldwin game. He's so, un- I mean, Good look, Cowboys.
1: He's, he's not like Hopkins underrated versus their tier, but whatever tier Baldwin has talked about being in, he's in the one above it.
0: So out of all those props, which one do you like overtime? Or you like luck?
1: I think the luck one is the easiest. Plus 250.
0: Yeah. I would say uh if you're doing FanDuel fantasy this weekend, uh luck would be my QB choice. I don't a lot of the other ones, I don't have a lot of good feel, but I just feel like luck goes for like three seventy five. And, and
1: there's no game plan why would why would they be like, hey, we're gonna run it at him. We're gonna throw him off.
0: Luck will do the thing though, where he will just throw it to the other team. Like, yeah, he'll at least once in a yeah. game, or they'll drop the interception. But he he will not throw a no hitter.
1: Yeah, for he the guy, he'll like
0: absolutely give you one.
1: The cerebral always like, and I stuck up for him for so long, and I'm glad to see him be good again. But there's always
0: a a throw every now and then where you're like, what are you? Doing? He had one Sunday night. It was like, what the fuck was that? The guy ran it back and single handedly brought Tennessee back in the game. Cost us a chance to bet against Blaine Gabbard in round one. All right, here are the here are the games, and we're gonna do million dollar picks right now. We are up over five million dollars in million dollar picks. We're five point one million dollars. Yeah,
1: yeah. You're gonna get a check for five million dollars. God,
0: things are going good at the ringer. we We're up five point. you we a. We we're up get a five hovercraft. million ninety five thousand dollars. hot. And tub. the sad thing is we didn't do million dollar picks last week, and I would have won because I had the uh, I had the Eagles teased with like three things. I love the Eagles in a tease last week. That was my big one. Nice. Eagles, Redskins. Houston Indy. Houston is favored by one and a half. I really like the Colts. I've been waiting. This is to me is like a perfect storm matchup for me because I've never been totally impressed by Houston. I think they stole some games that they shouldn't have won. They do a couple good things. I'm scared of Hopkins. I don't think they run the ball very well. Not that impressed by their home field advantage. I really like Luck. I think they can block the Houston front four, which is a game changer because if you can block that front four, you can do whatever you want against them. And I just like the spot. I think they have a better coach. I think they can move the ball. It's one of the five teams in the league that I feel like they're down four or they're up three. Like They're just going to be able to put together the 80-yard drive. And I like that. I wish I was getting three. But I'm not going to overthink it. I am putting 1.1 million to win a million on the Colts, plus one and a half, Ryan.
1: So the money line is
0: what – is, what's the money The money line? line's basically even. Okay. So you're grabbing an extra point, basically.
1: Um, I don't mind
0: getting the extra point because the Texans have played some goofy games. I also like Vinatieri, I should mention, too.
1: I love that he's still
0: – I love that I love, I'm still younger. I just younger. like having him and having money, – having money on him is
1: great. It's always a key for me, too, to be younger than one pro athlete. I love that. He's got the white beard. He's got a whiter beard than I do. That Giants game, even though it was against the Giants in Week 16, is everything you're talking about. Like, the Giants are up on them, You're like, are you guys really going to screw this up against the Giants? Although the Giants played some teams tougher towards the end of the year. Uh, but that's all the things you just said. Luck going, all right, I guess I got to run back. Like, I'm going to be back here slinging it for 30 straight minutes. And yeah. Every throw has to be perfect, and I have to optimize every one of these possessions because we just, we got down to these guys. And that's why I like them, and that's why I take the points, you know, the minimal points here is a one and a half. Um,
0: My only I mean, fear with like it is it looks too obvious, but... I do think there's enough people on Houston respecting them. And um, Watson is scary. It's scary to bet against him. And I'm not going to enjoy it. I do not like having money against Deshaun Watson. He burned me a couple of times this year. From a DVOA standpoint, um, this is the only one where the line actually doesn't reflect the, D, the DVOA. India's is eighth overall in DVOA. And Houston's 11th. So you have an underdog that actually has uh, is better from an advanced metric standpoint.
1: Are you looking at the weighted DVOA or are you looking at the overall or the the gambling
0: version of it? I'm looking at uh at the weighted. Okay. I care about the weighted. Total no, you di- might
1: you might be better off doing it that way. I just I write it down differently but so Indiana, I want to make sure I didn't They're do better well, no, they're
0: better both ways. Second game. Dallas Seattle It frightens me how much I like Seattle in this game. I I feel like everybody just hates
1: Dallas. Like they're mad they're even in the playoffs. They're mad that Garrett's going to stay. It's fun to root against Prescott. It's fun
0: to to root against Jerry Jones. Whole thing. Here's here's a here's a stat for you. Dallas won ten games. Eight of them by seven points or less. One by eight. They only had one game where they won by ten plus. That was Jacksonville. They won by thirty three. Um. They tend to play close games. Their win streak, if you actually go through, um, go through all the wins that they had, it's really like the best one was the Saints game. That was a Thursday night. I hate, I hate so a overreacting
1: a to the Thursday night games. You're not giving them because, like, a lot of these teams sometimes you're like, "Where's your best win?
0: Give me your best win." They have good wins. They beat the Eagles twice. I know, but did you watch that Eagles game? Yeah, watch. That. I thought the Eagles got hosed in that game. I thought they got hosed with calls. I thought the OT thing was goofy. I didn't come away from that. I felt like I came away from that game feeling like Dallas stole it. And by the way, Wentz was the QB in that game, not Fools. So wait a minute, we're on. Big Dick Nick was there. We're on the Not there.
1: Wentz held them back deal. Yeah. Oh, we're on it. Whoa. Wentz was actually pretty I good in that game. I planted a
0: flag on that. It was actually good in that Man. game, though. BD Nick is
1: the dude Uh, I like Seattle too because I like Russell I like how they've reinvented this defense I like that Carson I don't know that anybody I mean other than fantasy people being excited about his nine touchdowns this year but there's there's a more like I thought this thing was going to be over for them it looked like it was going to be over it seemed like a rebuilding year I just love Russell I just trust him so much I do I and so that even on the road, I just don't see them losing. I mean, Dallas's defense is probably better than we're giving it credit for. We keep talking about Dak. We keep talking about all the other parts of this, but I am with you um, on Seattle. Well, like, there's also
0: a little Romo hangover from the extra point game. I think Bobby Wagner. <laughs> wait White, a minute, what? That yeah. was, they'll be showing the clip. almost the 10 years fan, ago. The Dallas fans, it, they remember. Remember well, I'm not happened. saying they forget, That's, but imagine coming like out. having of, the hangover.
1: Okay, but imagine coming out of the tunnel and being a defensive end. And you're like, oh, let's get it, let's get right, it. I'm talking good. about the fans. They look up and they see it on the jumbotron it's, and be like, ah, hey, I was motivated before I saw that.
0: <laughs> I'm not talking about the players. I'm talking about karma and the whole thing with the cowboy fans. Just like, oh fuck, Seattle. House of horrors for us. <laughs> That's the worst reason anybody's come <laughs> I'm up with on the podcast it in there. yet. i I'm throwing it in there. It's what I do. <laughs> and by the way, Amari Cooper.
1: For all the that was weird how that happened because nobody knew what to do there. They wanted to hate Jerry Jones for overpaying for a receiver, and then, and then he, he was great. Then he got good, and then yeah. it was like cool. We get to hate Gruden again because that's more fun because we hate Gruden. But Cooper has he's I don't know. I, if, I hated I
0: think, that trade. You hated it. Which I hated one? it for Dallas. I thought it was idiotic, and then. He's it's, cooled off a bit, is my point. I know, yeah. but it's he's twenty four. It made sense that the risk was that they would be giving a top ten pick to the Raiders, and they're not now. And it was the right trade. Um, I also like the Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll versus Jason Garrett, and I like their special teams. And I really feel like their special teams can swing this. You game. love their punter. I love the punter, and I like their kick returners. And I think they can. I think that's worth like four to seven points in this game. And there's gonna be one moment where that special team swings something and I don't really wanna get bet against Wilson. I just want Will I if I have money on this and my life dependent on it, I want my money. I want Russell Wilson and the Seahawks and that infrastructure versus the fucking Clapper and Dak Prescott, who I don't trust at all, and Amari Cooper has never been in a big game. If in his you life. and Jason
1: Garrett were at a cocktail party, like say the Cowboys the don't yeah, don't make it all the way, and then you're in Atlanta, you know, doing some kind of high end deal. With Roomba vacuum.
0: Like or something, it was like a dig. Yeah, no. somehow that turned into a dig. No, I don't think it was what a dig, but like, there. But it's like a drive by shooting,
1: right? So like, you you and Garrett are hanging out. Would you say hi, or would you say I've been making fun of you all year, calling you a clapper? I've all year, it's gifts. been like five years. Would you? Would it be uncomfortable? How would you handle it? Probably, probably would
0: not pursue an interaction. What if he came up to you and said, "Hey, fuck boy," <laughs> you act like that hasn't happened to me in my life. Who came after you? Oh, there's been some good ones. What's the best one? There was one uh, one movie director who was not happy with something that I wrote. Oh come on! Pulled you're... me aside at a bar and how young we just... were you? It was like ten years ago.
1: So you're still out and
0: about. Yeah. He grabbed you to bar. It wasn't like we were going to fight. He just Five, was bro? really upset about what I wrote. I'm fuck not you. Iron Man's I'll tell incredible.
1: You, you don't understand the arc.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you after. It was great, though. So I got set. I got Seattle plus one half. Ravens Chargers. Ravens are two and a half point favorites. I'm I'm going a half bet on this. I'm not going a full unit. I'm doing five fifty to win five hundred. Wait a minute, you just went.
1: We just spent an hour on the Ravens and how excited you are about it, but
0: you don't like this line. The lines, something about the line scares me. I don't know what it is, but the minus two and a half freaks me out. I also don't like how the Chargers always tend to play these games where it's like they're down nine. They're they're up twelve, like it's why are like, they going
1: for two? They shouldn't. Oh, yeah, they got it's like it.
0: Math like gets yeah. thrown out the window. What chart do they have? And I could totally see the Ravens winning this game by two, and so I'm gonna half unit that one. But I do like them. And then the last one, the Chicago minus six. The minus six scares me for some reason. Because they want you to bet Chicago there. I know. I'm gonna do something a little dramatic here. I'm doubling down on the Seahawks in a tease. I'm teasing them the plus seven and a half. And I'm teasing the Bears down to even for another million. Bears just have to win. Seahawks, um, seven and a half. So they win seven or less. That was why I mentioned the Dallas thing before. When Dallas wins, they tend to win these close games. They don't tend to win by 10 or more, which I like with Seattle. Even if Dallas somehow wins, I think it's close. So that is the fourth bet for me. And then just for the hell of it, 125K to win uh, $1.15 Colts, Ravens, Seahawks, Bears, all to win because I think those are the four winners this week. Colts, Ravens, Seahawks, Bears, just to win. Colts, Ravens. So we disagree on two. We
1: both have Seahawks. We both have Colts. I have Chargers. And I would take the six if
0: I had to bet it that way with Philadelphia. Yeah, I wish it was like four. There's like this extra three points in there. I don't really understand because with the momentum the Eagles have – um, when you guys did guess the line, were you
1: were you guys lower on that, I assume?
0: No, I, I figured they would jack it up, but I thought it would come down as the week went along, and it just hasn't. Because I do feel like there's some real Trubisky trepidation, some trepidisky. Trepidisky? You
1: should trademark that. Trepidisky? Making the next ringer t-shirt.
0: write that down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ooh, we have it in gray <laughs> and Heather. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's it. We're done. Now you now you can go cough up a lung or I do know. whatever that this is a gamer performance by you today. I know. I I,
1: I feel bad. Old
0: school Massachusetts performance. Um, this is fun. I'm really looking forward to round one. And I can't believe that the first game is actually going to be good for once in our lives.
1: Yeah, there's always been so many of those Saturday. The Saturday ones, ones. It's yeah, oh, we caught like, it the shaky yeah, special. Yeah.
0: We're like, yeah. Yeah. I'm it's good. usually it's the, it's when I you have watched
1: it. I mean, how many times have you not watched it? You watch it, but then you're pissed. Like I could have gone outside. Who was the
0: guy who started for the Raiders two
1: years ago? It was Connor was it Cook. Connor Cook. Right, but who, who did he go up against? Was it was it Osweiler? I remember what was the Raiders game there? I'm gonna. Look yeah, it was it Osweiler
0: right versus Connor Cook. Right, and it happened to be
1: the ESPN game, and of course, we were all pumped in the hallway for that. Yeah, one. Yeah, what a
0: classic! I remember talking myself into Connor Cook to at least cover, and then Khalil Mack walked right by him at the start of the game and didn't let like him. A, High five or anything, and I was like, "Oh man, they're they're done." He's not even acknowledging his own quarterback. Let me see. Here. That was it. Let's check it. Yeah, I, yeah, Osweiler, yeah, yeah
1: Osweiler, Connor Cook. I remember I was in uh in a hotel in Tampa that weekend, so I just sat in a hotel room by myself and watched that game. And boy, was that a blast! uh But Connor was the guy. I remember, he was he was he went eighteen of forty six. Yeah, eighteen of forty five. They let him chuck it, Bill. Well, because they, they were
0: down twenty immediately.
1: He had a QBR of four. Yeah. That's out of a hundred, not forty.
0: I miss having I miss having a shitty quarterback in round one. Wait, we just said you're thrilled that we don't have any. No, but I miss I miss the comedy of it. There's gonna be no comedy for many of these eight quarterbacks, I don't feel like.
1: No, and the other thing with Cook too was he was the guy that teammates didn't like, remember?
0: Right. That was that was him one him of the draft him.
1: things. Slap him. Yeah, but at Michigan State, that was like the knock on him. Whenever you hear that, like I've never understood, like I might suck it's stuff, but I know that people like me. Like it would always be the worst to be like, hey, what's the scattering report on Marcillo? Like, everyone that interacts with him hates his guts. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would bother me more than anything. I'd rather be broke than that. <laughs> well, maybe not that yeah. anymore, but yeah, just
0: you Do know. you feel like there's people there's anyone at ESPN who people were like that? That everyone?
1: Oh. Uh, I mean we don't have to say who it is. No, we're not I'm not gonna say any names, but there's there's definitely some people some like, of the on-air talent yeah, seem to be it's, a little it's polarizing always, yeah it would always usually be on-air guys um rarely would a behind-the-scenes guy be in a position like usually you could just move on from him like if you didn't get along with him or you saw things creatively like you go "Oh, i know i'm not gonna have to deal with you that long anyway but yeah there's i mean like any place at work but it was always kind of bad whenever it would be somebody that was on air and then everybody would be like
0: oh yeah i hate that guy and you're like man I remember my friend uh, Sean McDonough had that reputation for a while, and I think had an epiphany, of come to Jesus moment about it, that he had to,
1: because in I Boston
0: early, I think that was one of the reasons he lost the Fox job because I think he people just didn't like working with him.
1: I didn't work with him enough um, in the beginning because I mean the whole start of my career he was, was at that station was because Sean yeah. was just sick of working there. Yeah, so Sean would take off shows. I think
0: I think he's. Since then, has circled. Yeah. Back so I don't, I
1: don't have, I don't, I can't say what, cause I just wasn't around him enough to know it. But
0: I think it'd uh, be really hard to do that in the era of the internet and sports blogs and all that to be a fucking asshole. I think that would come out.
1: Yeah. Cause I got some of that that I was difficult a little bit. And I was like, me? I go, no, no, here's where I'm difficult. Where
0: when nobody else does anything they're going to say they're going to do, you're like, I'm that and, difficult. I just take everything personally. There's a huge fucking difference. Yeah. Right. Right. So I, I just, it hurts my feelings if,
1: Somebody no. says something. What I could always tell too is like the most disliked people didn't like me. Then I was like, "Oh, that's I'm, great." I'm like, again, that you continue to hate me because everybody hates your guts. <laughs> and if you don't like me, that means I'm doing something right. So I don't know who that would be. Mm. Who is that in the NFL playoffs this year? The
0: hate your guts person. That, every that that's no one a likes coach right. I'd have to be a coach. Well, college. College basketball and football has the highest percentage of that guy is a fucking asshole, of people.
1: Yeah, and I've always, and people always disagree with me on this, and they're wrong. College basketball head coaches are way more psychotic than yeah, college football head dictators. coaches. they're dictators. You ever watch Mick Cronin for Cincinnati? <laughs> yeah, okay, no do yourself Huggins? a favor. Check out the next time Cincinnati's on the road, and if they're in a See, neighborhood gonna... near you, watch Mick Cronin for like 20 minutes. Don't even watch the fucking game. Just watch Mick Cronin. It's in, in a sane asylum. Like on I've never seen anything like it. Like when they play Yukon, I'd be like, all right, I'm in Hartford, fuck it. And I'd go over and watch a game and it was uh it was nuts. So I, I actually think college basketball coaches are crazier than college football
0: coaches. Can you coaches. believe that UCLA can't find a good coach? That's weird. I got to go. How about on. Dick Vitale singing? Get my one shining for this. They'll have you on. I, I, it, yeah, Vitale suggested they'll Patino, have, and I was like, I was kind of into it. Yeah. Well,
1: That'd I mean, from an entertainment standpoint.
0: Oh, my God. It would be phenomenal. But
1: what do you think the dumbest shit what, but, you'll what, say when you're old will be?
0: Like, what, what I'll you, say? It'll yeah. be a lot of back in my day. Do you think it'll be like doing like Ellis Burke still should be in the Hall of Fame, and he isn't, and it's bullshit? No, I think it'll be more like, back in my day, you didn't take 16 threes. Like James Harden scoring binge right now. Back in my day, a guy had an inside outside game. I, I'm about five years away from being that guy.
1: My father loses his shit over rest. If like Kyrie's not playing and it's a healthy scratch.
0: Oh, he doesn't he, like that? He,
1: he 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 seriously, if he doesn't go out or do anything, but if he did, I'd see him picking fights.
0: My dad's number one thing is it's and sometimes it spills onto my Twitter feed because he's gotten me so wrapped up about it, is the three with 19 seconds left in the shot clock. It, it offends his being as a human. He can't handle it. Because the Patino thing is so crazy. It's,
1: it, yeah, sure, from an entertainment standpoint, if you were in a, first of all, it's never going to happen, okay? But, like, I get that Dick likes they, Rick Patino. I they get have that he, a lot
0: of money at UCLA. They have a lot of, like, really, really rich boosters who want a good team, and they would hire, like, freaking anybody. Okay, They'd but, hire, like, uh, the Korean dictator's son, If if that guy knew how to like go twenty five and five, his
1: record over there, I think is is pretty good. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, No, but seriously, they just they want a winning team. They do not give a shit anymore about character, anything. They they want to win. But as I tell all these college football fan bases, like you in
1: your head only see your school, so you think the list of guys that want to come coach there is so much longer than reality. Like, almost every college football fan base is like, wait a minute, this is the best we can do? So if you're UCLA, like, who are you supposed to grab? Like, who are you supposed to go get? I have a name for you.
0: Why John not the, Becker, UVM? Why not the Gonzaga guy? Few? Yeah. He's awesome, dude. He's why not awesome. just offer that guy $10 million a year? Um, every year, he's in the Sweet 16, Final 8, his team's 12-1. and one. Oh, By the way, they
1: recruit with like, Pretty much everybody that's not Kentucky or
0: Duke. He thinks point, outside the box, they
1: that might can be a of hang exaggeration, with but.
0: they can hang with any blue chip school. I watched them beat Duke over the Thanksgiving break with guys I'd never heard of. Um, why not get that guy? I don't know if it's and like if a Chris Mark Peterson Pugh, like, I don't
1: I don't know a few, I don't know him well enough to like, oh, hey, are you like an anti LA guy? Because that was the whole Chris Peterson thing. When he was at Boise, it was hey, the guy doesn't want to go to la all yeah. right and then finally when he got the washington thing it was a perfect fit he was ready to make that transition i don't know if you where he's at with that stuff if he just goes look i got this shit rolling up here why do
0: i even need to bother with it that's a great well, name, you know though. i think he's a great coach he'd be great there if i i've already made this case on the one shining podcast but loyal to me is the sleeper great location marina del rey right next to the airport
1: Right in the beach. Marina Del Rey. I bet you Kyle's over there a lot. Because a lot of like, that's where you, if you want to live out by the water, the rents are a little cheaper. Kyle's like we'll a, year a little away. pricey. Yeah, yeah. A little Kyle's a year away. He's a year away.
0: He's got it. He's got his, needs his, uh, his rap career needs to take off. Because I hear Things there's a bunch it. of
1: dive bars up what, in Palos Verdes, which is north of me. It is so, a place that
0: if Kyle was down there, he'd be. He'd be down there. Never heard, heard get of my that. Drift. Can I walk around? <laughs> you can. You can do stuff. Club Trill. Marina Del Rey. Club Trill. <laughs> Ever heard His of it? His name's
1: Mark. <laughs> I can get you a sticker. You want a sticker? Get you a sticker. But that they <laughs> okay. should have an awesome
0: school. It drives me nuts. Because when we lived on the East Coast, and you have no idea where anything is in the West Coast, and you think Beverly Hills is right next to the Hollywood sign, and all that stuff, you just assume <laughs> that UCLA and USC are like on the beach. Yeah. And it's the opposite. But Loyola Marymount and Pepperdine are the ones that are actually what the L.A. is in your head if you're not from here. When I first saw Pepperdine. It's like, went, what is this? I go,
1: this is one of those condos.
0: <laughs> it's amazing.
1: Like, what's what do you get? What do you get for like 1200 for a, a studio in there? And then you go up and it's just this hill. Yeah. I drive. I actually, when I really want to check it out, I pull up to the gate and I go, hey. I go, I I, I work at ESPN. I just want to see what the hell this is all about. No, that'll let the, you and The guy was like, yeah, no problem. He's like, just you know, don't don't park where you're not supposed to park, and you start walking around. It's like, it's like another planet. Like mm-hmm. it's it, it, when you walk around up there, and then you look down at the water and the canyons and all that stuff, and you just go, like, this should be a powerhouse. <laughs> I know it's, it never would. It's the most expensive school in the country. Will Kane went there. Polo yeah. walk. Will on. Kane? Yes. Yeah. Is- <laughs> Shut up. No, no. Swear to God. Come played, on. Played water water, water walk polo. On, polo water polo, and he used to. um he used to pick fights at Moon Shadows all the time.
0: Oh, wow. That's he'd, the most He'd Gibbs go down there,
1: and he'd, he'd have a couple old granddads, a couple <laughs> neat, two fingers, and he'd be like, hey, hey, fucking surfer boy. <laughs> it's not how we do it down in Texas. He'd get, he'd get in all sorts of wrestling Matt Money
0: Smith also went there. Oh, the he Petros did? Of money fame, yeah. I don't
1: even know how you go there. Like, I look at it, and it's unbelievable. I don't know that I could do it. I don't know that I could pull it off, you know? And, like, all the students work at the Sun Life smoothie place it's, in downtown Malibu. Like, I lived it up there for, up like, a month and a,
0: or two and a half months. That's it's, right. It's yeah. incredible. My daughter and I go to play soccer there because they have this hill that you – there's some goal on there, and you can just kick – you know, do all these kicks in the Pacific Oceans right there. And it's like, freaking the end of Shawshank Redemption. It really is. It's yeah. really like the most incredible thing. You
1: expect to see Andy down there <laughs> working on a boat. <laughs> and people go to college there. I don't. And the thing is, is like you, you describe it and people that have no idea, like go ahead and Google, look it all up. I don't know that it would be so distracting that you wouldn't get shit done. Like when I think of a friend of mine who went to Tulane, I'm like, how the hell? Yeah, do you go to Tulane? Dangerous. Like, how do you do that? There's no way. Like I was a mess at Vermont in the beginning because I couldn't even handle just ordering food. Like I grew up in Martha's Vineyard. I'm like, some asshole comes to your place and brings you wings at 2 a.m. This I'm is so mad
0: about it because like I went to Holy Cross. I
1: wanted to go to Holy Cross, and then I visited. And I used to go there for a fucking all the hill, games. and yeah. you're just walking it's up rainy, 30 degree the winds.
0: The weather's yeah. terrible. But uh, for the people listening out there, if you go on YouTube and you watch just put in Battle of the Network stars any like the first 10 episodes, and each one will start with Howard Cosell's voice and a helicopter shot of the Pepperdine campus, because that's where they did Battle of the Network stars. And like, that beautiful Pepperdine campus, and you'll see what we're talking about. It's, it's outrageous, but the point is, Like, I don't know that l- third them should have a great yeah. team.
1: But if you went to Pepperdine, I don't know that you'd be going, oh, I'm never going to get anything done because you're actually isolated from everything. By the Down way, Pepperdine
0: to, has like great swimming and soccer. And, a so of it's donors. not like they don't have good sports. Volleyball, right?
1: Volleyball is a big one for them. That would make sense. But yeah. like you don't go up to Zuma. It's not like you're going to get in trouble up there. You, you, know, you would have to, I guess if you were older, you would Well, then only s- on campus. Right. So you'd have to go, what, roll into Santa Monica and find some dive bars in Santa Monica? Yeah, but I guess. Uber's
0: changed everything now. It has, yeah. but it's still a
1: hike. Like when you're still yeah. a... Like, right, you're Pepperdine, somebody's paying the bill, but you can still have somebody paying the bill or you're not and still be a broke college kid. Yeah. So, you know, when you're younger, you're probably not even thinking of like, how am I going to do this? Like, we're trying to break down the social scene Pepper Pepperdine without really knowing it. But as amazing as it is, it doesn't, I, my guess is driving around up there that you're still kind of confined to campus most of the time and, and it's you're dry, getting, you're getting right? your work done. But yeah, most, obviously when you
0: older. old schools are like that. Like I had three buddies who went to Colgate and you walk down a hill and there's like four bars in this little downtown and that was
1: That's how Mississippi your State entire is. Scene. Starkville's four bars
0: all like identical, all with porches. The Cotton District. Well, BC was remember Mary Ann's was just the yeah. place for 20 years. I don't know if it's still the case, but it was just Mary Ann's crammed with with the beer and the the taps that hadn't been cleaned in 20 years. Yeah, I ran into Craig Smith there once. Craig Smith. BC. Yeah. Oh, the basketball bar? Because yeah, I lived up the street. What was your bar in Boston?
1: Uh, probably the place, because I bartended there. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't It wasn't a good fit. I was like in a weird, really kind of bummed out. I was really broke. I'd been broke now for like four or five years. And I proposed to my girlfriend, and she said no. And so then it was like, okay, now I'm going to live in Boston and I had the shittiest apartment. I actually brought a girl back once and she's like, you're on TV.
0: <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Awesome.
1: And uh, so that wasn't, she wasn't super into the place. wasn't going to close the it's deal. It's funny
0: going back. I was back in Boston with my family for the holidays. We went to Charlestown, which is almost always the same every time we go. And that's yeah, where except I live for isn't nine years. it now though, you know? It is, but it isn't. It looks almost the same. We went to the Warren Tavern at like 1.30 on a Thursday. It was packed. Um, but they'll always have like one or two things that are just blow my mind. Like all of a sudden, there was a Whole Foods there instead of the Johnny's Food Master. It's like, do you got a Whole Foods in Charlestown?
1: Yeah, the idea that that was going to be insane. That
0: almost broke my brain. But the new thing that I noticed this time was there's a beautiful Starbucks in the big main square where uh, the bank is. And I was like, wow, that I just would have gotten so much. So much so many columns would have been written at that beautiful Starbucks instead of the Dunkin' Donuts. That Is that where you at. lived when you lived there? Yeah, I lived. I lived like and right in the heart bartending. of Charlestown yeah. for eight
1: nine years. See, I lived like further out because I couldn't afford anything, and I, I really it really bothered. I got me. in
0: Charlestown before it flipped.
1: Yeah, but so you had like a real gig. Like I was only bartending one night a week, and it actually didn't pay that well. It was like the you worst know, was, bartending job I've ever had. I couldn't believe last how bad I saw that. I
0: had the site. I was double dutying. Yeah, but I was doing the
1: stuff at the zone, and I was—I mean, I'll never forget. They're like, "All right, we're going to pay you a thousand bucks every paycheck." And at that point, I didn't know that paychecks came every two weeks. Yeah. So I was like, "Holy shit, I'm going to make fifty-two grand. Like yeah. I can I can get a car that works it's twenty-six, and it was twenty-six. I'm like, oh, twenty-six grand. And then after, and then the whole thing, and then the agent was like, "I'll take four percent." I was like, "What the fuck?" And um, that's so how you had an agent, right? <laughs> you you get, you right. Thousand yeah.
0: every two weeks, so. <laughs> I Dude, was that, so that guy? I was
1: so broke up until thirty that a lot of people are like, "Hey, did you miss Boston?" I go, "If I had had money and been in a better place mentally and happy and all that stuff, like I would have, I would have liked it." And I'd go to games, and that part was cool and everything, but I wasn't. I was really miserable. I know not everybody thinks I'm the happiest person now, but I was really like this in the. You know, you're
0: trying to do this career, and you're like, "This shit isn't going to work." That that was the biggest reason I left Boston because I was in Boston for really from after college for 10 years. And even though the last like year and a half, things turned right. turn for me, but it still was this place that I just failed for like almost an entire decade. And just everywhere I looked was just <laughs> things that was like, oh, I, I lost that. That was a loss. And I don't know. It's, sometimes you need to get away from that. Yeah. this is turning into a life talk. No, but
1: I, I always think these things are kind of important because I had so many moments where I'm like, just go back. And get your G- GC license and, you know, make some money. You'll be able to build your own house in five I years. I almost went into
0: real estate in summer of 2000. I was going to give up. I was I, like, I, I'm I gave- so tired of not having money. Oh,
1: not having money, man. It was so bad. I, do you then- know that
0: I I freelanced? I used to freelance for YM Magazine and for a wrestling magazine. What a minute, Young Miss? Young Miss. What the fuck? I had somebody at Holy Cross. <laughs> was uh, Shout out to Chrissy Boyle. Um, She used to run YM, and she's like, I had written for the class letter a couple of times, and it was funny. And she's like, "You got to write for YM about what guys are thinking." I have like four pieces no for YM, way, and they paid like twelve hundred or fifteen hundred—that's real money. Like, and then the wrestling mags paid like a $1, thousand, twelve hundred. So it was like I, but I was at that point for like two years, or like sure, I would I would have <laughs> sold blood for five hundred bucks. What did guys want back then? That's what it was like. It was like 25 Things Your Boyfriend Isn't Telling You by Bill Simmons. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> no fucking way. Where yeah. are these? I don't know. Hopefully destroyed. Oh, man. We
0: got to, no, we got to find a way. Hopefully some of the they ranger. don't exist.
1: We got to re, there's probably some good stuff in there. What
0: about a remake of this? Re- I don't know. Even I didn't keep these. Um, no, oh, is anyone still listening to this? I don't know. I'm looking up these Young miscovers covers trying to find this thing. No, that's gone. We're we're cutting all this out. Uh, Ryan, this was great. All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> all right. Thanks to ZipRecruiter. Don't forget to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Thanks to Simply Safe. Remember, fellow procrastinators, now's the time to act. Simply Safe's extended holiday sale. And soon, no contracts, no markups, no complicated installation. Just go to simplysafe.com slash BS. Order before January to save with their extended holiday sale. Simplysafe.com slash BS. That is Simply Safe with two eyes. Don't forget about the rewatchables Godfather on Tuesday. Enjoy the weekend.